This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Yo, mic check, one, two, one, two. Mic check, one, two. All right, we live. Oh, shit. We live. Well, I wonder what kind of episode this is going to be. Man, you know, I, on the way here, man, I had like a, like, do I want to get like introspective and, and really reflect on the year, how hard shit was, you know what I'm saying? What do I, I want to tell these niggas how fly we are, nigga, and just I mean, how dope we are. We the flyest shit, nigga. You know what I'm saying? We Don't the, be biased, nigga. We, we, we the flyest. You know I what mean, I'm niggas better watch it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all know bars. Man, fuck it, man. Here. Let's get into it, dog. No. Let's get into it, dog. The end is near. The end of the year, man. I'm from the hood, man. The final thing. Oh, the real hood, the hood. Not the rap hood. The real hood. Like my friends, pants. I'll say it clear. A pair of sneakers. My mom's busting ass. She's my case. <laughs> I'm going to Japan tomorrow. Which I'm certain. You understand what I'm saying? Can you believe that? There are people waiting in the airport like four. five days like I'm a beetle or something. That's the real talk. I traveled each and every highway. Seen the best of the best, the worst and of the worst. More, much more Still here. I did it mine. Let's try this one. Uh, yeah. Gangsta nigga, put my hustle down, tore the game up, nigga. Put the podcast down, tore the game up, niggas. I love that fucking song, man. You know what's wild? What's that? <laughs> there may or may not be a video on the internet of me. At a company golf event, <laughs> and they said, uh, "Jason, what's your song or what's your?" I was like, "I did it my way." <laughs> and on that lovely fucking note, welcome back to episode one thirty eight of this week in culture. I am your host Ant Wood, aka Trinidad, and aka Young New Year Ant. This is our last fucking pod of the year, and I got my dog with me, Jay. What up, though? What up, though? It's your man Jay Johnson, one half of the culture, one half of everything. What's popping? Man, this week in culture, we review episode nine of Power Book Two, season one, Ghost, all the fucking names. But before we get into that, yo, we gotta thank everybody, dog. I just want to get right oh, to the thanks. Man. I'm feeling so grateful as we sit here among gifts, donations, donations. Um, want to thank all the listeners, all round the fans. Of applause for yourselves. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man, uh, big fucking round of applause, dog. It's been a tough year for us, Facts. for everybody. Facts. But y'all been holding us down. Y'all really fucking with us, dog. Um, want to say thank you to to this week's gift senders. Um, Shorty sent us a gift, which we're going to open on the air in a minute. Um, the homie Shay Jones got us together in the cash app real quick. I'm not going to throw the amount out there, but just just stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you thinking about the gods around Christmas. We appreciate you. What's so funny is uh, before the mics come on, yeah. I get out the car and I'm walking up to the, to the, to the studio. And I'm thinking yeah. to myself, like, dog, I'm going to record like a, just a, a thank you. Yeah. Drop it on Shop Talk yeah. page and um This Week in Culture because like niggas really do be messing with us, it's, right? It's crazy, dog. Not even like on the gift, just by yeah, tuning just in and rocking with us every week and yep. stuff like that. And then we walk in. We, and we catch got new more listeners gifts. every week getting tagged in random shape. And um also want to thank the in studio homie. We ain't gonna put her name out there on blast, but she just came up here with libations. Libations. You know what I'm saying? Gifts, gifts donations, and libations, nigga. And there go the name of the pod. Gifts. Uh, Donations and libations. libations, dog. Um, really just want to thank everybody who rocked with us this year. As Jay alluded to, this ain't been the easiest year, especially for what you and I do. 
And what we discuss, we discuss relevant film content and we ain't had a ton of it this year um especially with the plans that we laid out for 2020 but um we found a fucking way dog yes we found a way to get through this man i do want to thank some of the content creators for better or worse um folks like uh uh-oh oh it sent it to the computer when you ignored it on the phone (laughs) (laughs) she determined um, want to thank some of the content creators for better or worse. Uh, folks like Lena Waithe, folks like uh, Courtney um, from Power, folks like uh, Fifty Cent and everybody over there. Folks like who else made new shows? Man, everybody that was involved with Lovecraft. Like, Woo. I mean, we ended up getting content out of this year that we had to stretch at times. But nigga, what was your favorite program this year of the year? Right now, and it's not because. It's the most recently ended, but I'm going Lovecraft. Uh, I I feel like top of the year it was um, what well, was that this year or last year? Uh, Watchmen was that this year? I think that was last. Was that year. late last year? Maybe I'll be perfectly honest. I really can't remember to be honest. This been like three years since. COVID. Yeah, no, COVID started three years ago. Um, but I'm still going Lovecraft no matter what. Man, what I, if what if Watchmen was 2020? Now we gotta look it up. We we have to tell the people what they saw. I have um, no idea what what day it is. Watch <laughs> drama series. Oh yeah, October twentieth to December fifteenth, twenty nineteen. So okay. we just missed twenty twenty. Um, yeah. So sticking to Lovecraft is my favorite program of the year. Mm. Um, I I think of anything not just because we pot about it, but it caused me to think more. Yeah. Than anything I've watched this year, and as a cerebral television program watcher, like if you get me to think to the level that I'm buying books. I'm doing like hours of research beyond the podcast. Yo, I'm I'm into this stuff. Yo, Lovecraft was actually fun. Yeah, like yeah. those podcasts were fun, man. Yeah. We, we was on here fooling. We we got, we got in our, our bag. bag. We was fooling, but like it was actually a fun watch. Yeah, and um, and yeah. from from everything like the feedback. That's another reason I'm going Lovecraft because the feedback we got, like we was really teaching folks something when that was on. Um, seen a, I seen a room on um, Clubhouse breaking down um, uh, Lovecraft. Yeah, and I was like. I'm not even going in here because nah. it's not going to be lit. Nah. Now, when we when we do our our, our this week in culture groups on um, Clubhouse, you realize how how lit those going to be? Yeah, because we we essentially get to take the threads that we always had and have these conversations live, dog, and really get it in with the family. And like we'll we'll bake it in where like it'll be a set time that was not going to be a ten hour room. Yeah, know, for these yeah. x amount of time. Yeah, we can cultivate it, have people on the stage to talk, mm-hmm. but it still be us getting our thing. Yeah, man. So everybody who uh who's been afraid to send voice notes or write BlackBerry letters or just don't want to join the groups, they don't want the notifications. You're gonna be able to join and kick it with us on Clubhouse coming soon, man. So keep your eyes peeled for that. 2021, we coming. Um, what else we got? Actually, dog, let's open these gifts. I'm that kid, man. I don't like sitting in front of the gifts for too long, especially when I don't know what they are. Now these is from is from Let me Shorty. Take a picture first. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm already bust a rapper now because I'm a thought. Um, um, let's see what we got going on. Move the cups. You know I was saying? gonna try to make this look good, but my new tablecloth ain't gonna be here till tomorrow, so it's not gonna look good. So it is what it, it is, is. What it is. Got this nigga J hand all in the pick. Shirt all in the pick. There we go. <laughs> AirPods all in the pick. All right, man. Let's see what's going down. AirPod Pros. I mean, <laughs> what do we have here? What do we have here? Oh, boy. I thought this. <laughs> I likes. 
I appreciate it. it said good nigger. I thought it said God, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, we got the but lovely cigar whiskey tumbler. Now this is fire though. To like, do both of our favorite things at the same time. Yo, you know what? We got them cigs. We I mean the, 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 from the homie, yeah. Yeah, so on, on New Year's I'm I'm, I'm lighting yeah, one of we, those we up. We're gonna have to crack those and I'm gonna uh, light one up and I'm gonna drink it out of this drink, out of this glass. Oh, that's fly as hell, man. Yeah. I can get with that. I can get with that. Ironically, um, we also happen to have some whiskey in the building, so yeah, I mean, things might, can happen. It might get used I, to I mean, <laughs> don't don't act like Ant won't bust gifts down live on the air. All right, and what else I we got right you. here, man? Uh, I, I think I have a good idea what this is. Well, the type of thing it it's, is. It's looking like some literature. Yeah. Oh, oh, don't let the tape get. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Let's talk about it. Yo, wait a minute. Now, hold yo, up. Wait now, a now, minute. Now, 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 before we get into it, Shorty also <laughs> sent a little note. Oh, she wanted me shit. to read off, man. She said, um, Happy holidays to the culture. I couldn't let the year go by without sending a token of my appreciation for all that y'all do. Thank you for giving us quality and consistent content week after week, especially during this crazy year. I like to think that, or I like to think of the This Week in Culture listeners as a community. So I wanted to add on the lovely holiday gifts that every one of the listeners sent earlier this month. Lastly, I know how seriously y'all take your craft. So I wanted to gift a book that y'all mentioned on the pod. Um, that one, one that came highly recommended by the late great jazz fly. I can't wait to see what's in store for the culture next year. Cheers to 2021 and more white buff ratings. Um, and the book that she referenced Yo, is time out, the time seven out, basic out. plots by Christopher Booker that Yo. Jay and I talk about. Every time we ever mention Jazz Fly, dog. Yo, this is super duper yeah, dope, dog. Yeah, this is crazy. This is like, crazy. Like, this is such a cerebral and thoughtful yeah, gift. Yeah, yeah. You know? Nah, this is, this this separates the listeners right here, man. Um, Some oh, of y'all is, And those know, seven ones that we, we refer to are yeah. Overcoming a Monster, Rags the Riches, The Quest, A Voyage and Return, Comedy, Tragedy, and Rebirth. And every one of the movies that you've ever watched is are one of those seven. And this is a this is a yeah. healthy book. Oh yeah, no, this is not gonna be a quick week read. Like. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna get into this in depth and it's probably gonna help me um be able to tell and write better stories because you know that's coming. Facts. That's um, definitely in the bag. And and I know I mentioned on here that I'm working on some uh some film writing with one of the homies. And uh yeah, stuff like this is is really gonna go far, man. Shorty, we appreciate you. Um thank you for, for both gifts. Um obviously the whiskey tumbler will probably be used sooner than later, but uh this book will probably be um 100%. one of the better better utilized gifts that we've received this year. So we really appreciate it, man. Thank that's, you. That's a top tier. That goes yeah, on my nah, top tier gifts that's, I've received. That's, that's love. Like for Christmas, man. Speaking of which, dog, Christmas just passed, man. Let's pick it up. How was your your holiday, bro? Yeah, it was uh it was cool, man. Uh I, I mean I'm I can't complain too much. I'm yeah. still you know, I'm still alive. Facts. <laughs> uh, and a lot of just a little bit in the <laughs> a lot of us uh i mean a lot of people weren't able to, to make it to this christmas so thanks um i'm happy uh spent some time with um with some family yeah um the rest were via zoom and um i just relaxed you did know? what you could man yeah. that's that's really what it's about man adjusting and pivoting um i had a great holiday too man good time with family um kicking with my parents kicking it with with shorty and, and her people man and uh 
was able to catch up with a couple of my boys at the end of the week as well. So um, got with them, some of their kids, and just got to kick it, man. It felt good being around a few folks um, in a year where you haven't really been able to be around your people as much and as comfortably. It felt good to just kind of kick it and feel uh, a little bit of normality, even though it didn't look like my normal big family Christmas. But it did feel good just to kick it with my folks, man. Oh, shit. Speaking of holidays, how could we forget? By the time y'all hear this, it'll be belated. But happy birthday to the GOAT, Denzel, nigga. Denzel Washington. Hold up, man. I know I don't. <laughs> What's, nigga, favorite Denzel movie? Top two for you. Uh, that's that's tough. I know this. Um, I know this. Um, Shit. I got like Denzel monologues mm-hmm. from Training Day, which is like my, but I don't know. That. Training Day is not my favorite Denzel movie. movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what's the shit where he he Well, let's go this. Favorite Denzel performances. Um, let's go that. Cuz that kind of cuz some of Denzel movies wasn't the greatest, nigga, but um, he killed him. The one that jumped in my head, yeah, when he was getting little man in his heart. Uh John Q. John, John Q. Q. Okay. Like like that always like shit made me cry. Yeah. And like <laughs> like like that movie was something else. Yeah. That shit was 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 different. Um and for different reasons, uh, Malcolm X. Yeah, that performance was so powerful. When did that movie come out? Malcolm X was ninety two, two, three. Like I at think ten, two. Like at ten years old. Like that was my introduction. That was like the the introduction to me and Malcolm, and that's the 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 greatest human being. Um, my favorite person of all time. Ninety two. Yep. Um, so at ten years old, like that introduced me to to something. Like he performed. So well, yeah. And I don't necessarily mean like the acting was so great because that wasn't it wasn't like a giant range you had to do. Yeah, but his performance, um, in X was like magnificent. It's top notch, dog. Um, but that's my not asterisk. Um, it's gonna be John Q. Okay, and Fences. John Q. and Fences. Okay, I'm not mad at that. I think um, I, this is like the fourth time Fences has come up in my week. Like since Sunday, literally, I've referenced Fences four times. Um, so now I'm thinking I might gotta play that in the lotto. My favorite Denzel performances, uh, probably go Inside Man, um, Spike Lee. That's one of my favorite Spike films, and I think Denzel absolutely killed it. Um, and Philadelphia with Tom Hanks, man. I, I just I really appreciated that movie. That movie has a, a little personal significance Same. in my life. Um, but uh, I really enjoyed that film, and I watched it recently on Netflix, I believe. And again, just another stellar performance. Probably right behind those two for me would be Malcolm X. Um, just I mean, it's the quintessential. My Denzel mom, performance. My though. mom like Philadelphia. Yeah, I remember literally watching it. Um, in my parents' um, waterbed. You know, okay, real date, nigga shit. Dating myself. Real nineties nigga <laughs> shit. You know what I'm saying? I remember watching that movie with them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that was like multiple times. Yeah. Um. So my my Philadelphia story. Um. My entire family left me in the movie theater and <laughs> like left and almost made it home and I was sleeping in the corner of the theater. 
And because I was in the corner at the end of the row, they all got up and fouled out and just never realized I never got in the car. They home alone. Kevin! Yeah, no, they really home alone me, dog. So, because um, at whatever age I was at when Philadelphia came out, I apparently didn't give a fuck about the HIV pandemic that was happening in America. It didn't bother me. Yeah. So I went to fuck to sleep. And when I woke up, the... Uh, Dude coming around to clean the popcorn up out the aisle. The little janitor nigga was like, "Hey, son, you uh, you with your family?" And I said, "I was, but I don't know where the fuck they went, dog." And uh, I stood right around the corner or up the street on Greenfield in front of the AMC, just waiting on somebody to come back and get me, dog. It took a while for them to realize I wasn't in the car. So, uh, but great fucking movie, man. Happy birthday to the goat. Dog. Totally, t- totally random. Okay, is there? This is not a a culture movie topic. Is there anything that you saw as a child mm-hmm. that you thought was like this was such a great movie, but you haven't seen it since you were a kid? Um, probably like Forrest Gump. Mm. Like I don't rewatch Forrest Gump, but I recognized as a child at the theater. I named my first pet ever Forrest. Mm. Got it soon as we left the theater. Um, but I've probably seen Forrest Gump one time since the movies. <laughs> okay. You ever heard of a movie called Swing Kids? Yes. Yep. 1993. I watched that when I was a kid. I've never seen it again. <laughs> that shit made, it was so impactful. Yeah. And I don't even remember most of the movie, yeah. but I know what it was about. And like, I need to watch that as an adult. Yeah. What else? Requiem for a Dream. I seen that at the movies in the late 90s. And yeah, I've never watched it again, but it's like a phenomenal movie. Um. So yeah, I got a, got a few of them, dog. Huh, what else was going on in the world this week? Did you see uh, Jermaine Dupree's little hot controversial tweet? I did not. Oh, man, let me read this to you. I caught this this morning and thought this nigga's lost his fucking mind a little bit. So a young girl was killed I in Atlanta okay. in Buckhead. I'm about to say, I hope I don't agree, but you went dark. Yeah, 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 so. yeah. Um, a young girl got killed in, in Buckhead. She got shot about a week ago, and after seven days in the hospital, she passed. I believe she was like six or seven years old. Yeah, um, I saw that. And there have been, over the last few weeks, multiple shootings in Buckhead. Um, for those unfamiliar with Atlanta, Buckhead is the the posh neighborhood in Atlanta. That's the area where Lennox is at, Phipps Mall, a ton of restaurants and hotels and, like, the nice shit, right? This is not where little girls get shot and killed. Um, but she was killed right in front of Phipps. So to the point that they've now put metal detectors in Lennox Mall, by the way, which is some hood rat shit. So Jermaine Dupree tweeted, if you really from the A, it's time for us to come together and stop all this shooting shit. I'm with him so far. Yeah. At Lennox and now at Phipps, the police need to get tougher. The profiling needs to go to code red. And I can give a fuck about y'all getting mad about me saying this. Little kids getting shot is whack. So he said, police need to get tougher and profile more. Jermaine Dupree. <laughs> my nigga. Sounds like the 90s. That's how the Rockefeller drug laws came. I about. mean, dog. my nigga Jermaine Dupree. I was with him at the beginning, dog. Like, kids shouldn't be getting shot, Jermaine Dupree. We agree there. Um, Don't profile black people more. I, I don't need cops to get tougher. Um, Nowhere in his tweet did he say, yo, stop shooting. Like, shooters. Address the shooters, my nigga. Like, the cops don't need to, like, profile me for niggas to stop shooting other people, dog. Or you can address 
all of the music that you produce and sell to the niggas right. who influenced the shooters. Because Criss Cross' first song was a beef record. Okay. <laughs> so you came out inciting a fucking riot, Jermaine Dupree. Don't talk to me like that. Um, Escape. They look like they could fight. Nigga, I don't know if they was out there doing it, but they look like they was with the smoke. The brat was with the smoke. Come on, Jermaine Dupree. You incited violence my whole life, nigga. Now you want to stop. Relax, bro. Um, Yeah, don't profile me more. But that nigga got murdered on Twitter, if you can imagine, dog. They've been on that nigga's Twitter killing him all day. I was trying to screenshot some of my favorites, but I forgot to do so. Just know that we don't need cops to fucking... Uh, Get tougher or profile anybody anymore. That shit is not the answer to anything going on. Trust me, Jermaine Dupree, relax. Oh, what else we got going on, dog? Um, did you I like watch? That, I like that conversation, though. I like the conversation of what do we need to do because uh, because to prevent this shit. Because when, like, the reason I like that conversation is because if we're being real, we don't like profiling because it's white people profiling black people, and that's how and. When I say white people profiling black people, I'm thinking police, aka yeah. the white, you authority know figures profiling citizens. Yeah. yeah, but don't act like we don't profile people. Facts. We do it all the time. It's human nature, right? For I'm probably the right. third time this year, I just rewatched the night of, and this time around, I really focused in on how many different messages they were talking about. Um, seek and. Uh, Arab people had to deal with in New York after 9-11 and why he was such a suspect in the murder that happened like nigga you're like essentially they were telling him the whole movie like or the whole series you've now caused them to look at like we just got back all of our you know little strength that we had in numbers and now you just ruined it again by committing this murder or being accused of committing this murder now they're looking at us like we terrorists all over again yeah and it's just and again it was black people in that motherfucker saying racist shit to him profile him so we do it too i mean we we, we profile one we want we profile one another like you, as a parent hey you taking your kids to school you be like yo don't hang out with them kids over there hey. they're bad news why? Because you look at them little motherfuckers and you knew what time it was because you recognize the energy. So, um, I'm not for profiling. Yeah. But the conversation needs to be had is like when you recognize bad energy, what should we do? Should we yeah. act like we don't notice the bad energy because we don't want to be politically incorrect? Mm -hmm. Or should we like address the root causes? Because y'all know it's a lot of y'all favorite people who are straight up criminals. Facts. Like y'all want to protect the culture. Sometimes you yeah. gotta call the the fucking serial killer, um, a serial killer, a serial killer. And <laughs> yeah. I'm not talking about on some some FBI movie shit. I'm talking mm -hmm. about the nigga that you know in the hood who got X amount of bodies on him. Yeah. Like sometimes you gotta protect the culture by actually yeah. protecting the culture. And like sometimes you gotta get that boutique back to that man. I'm saying, <laughs> like y'all literally. <laughs> Run around with niggas who who destroy the culture, and then when some fucked up shit happened, and then somebody call that shit out, now they the bad. They got they the bad. Guy. They out here with Tasha so. daycare, nigga. <laughs> Bunch of drug fronts, nigga. I know what's going on. I'm Epiphany. Nigga. Did you see Epiphany poke out for a hot second? I'm like, where did it come from? I was like, Jesus Christ! I said, oh, she a stripper, stripper. <laughs> I never, I never saw it before. I was like, it was like only in one scene. I was like, yo, shit. I'm like, now I get it. Now I get it. Oh man, that's funny, dog. Um, we got by the time y'all hear this, it's gonna be uh, 
well, not New Year's Eve, but close enough to New Year's Eve, man. We gotta let's let's talk. I know me and Jay, we had a conversation. We wanted to do something special for y'all, but I'm gonna keep it real, man. Time don't permit for most of the ideas me and this nigga has. So this didn't happen in the way that we wanted it to happen, but I still want to make sure we discuss it, dog, and yeah. talk about some of our favorite moments. It's, not it's just going to happen. It's just yeah, not going to be yeah. a, a, a New Year's Eve. Yeah, it's we're thing. gonna put together something really dope for y'all, but in the meantime, um. Let's just talk about some of our favorite moments, not just from the pod itself, but shit that happened this year that we discussed, shit that happened, um, shit that came out, even though we only got two months of movies before it got weird. I want to put together all the Blackberry letters in like one long Just one file, nigga. Like in one pod. Yeah. I would just let a a Blackberry letter pod, nigga. Like the ones that we've already done, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because they'd be sprinkled out and be like, yo. This is not 29th, 2020's Blackberry Letters. That shit'll fuck around and be like four hours. Oh, nigga. And it'll fuck around and be a classic instantly (laughs) and fuck around and give us a week off. Yeah. How about it? Um, Blackberry Letter Pod coming soon. (laughs) Episode 139. That'll be that one. Um, (laughs) No, dog. But just thinking back on the year, man, some of your favorite moments from from the pod and from the content that we reviewed. dog. And we also going to do uh, (laughs) some moments we didn't like. Yo, I liked. So I, got to um, talk to Lena. I liked the energy mm-hmm. around the finale of Power. Mm. That was one. The, the last episode that, that was we a moment on Power. That was a moment when goes that like nigga, yeah. that's the most listened to episode of the year. Yeah, so far. Yeah, um, was that that last episode where Ghost died? That was big. Um, and where we finally found out who did it. Yeah, like though we didn't like that lead up and how they yeah. write everything. I mean, that was a moment though. Power got. With that last little final five who shot ghost moment, they got all their fans back. They everybody bought in. Even if you ain't enjoy it, yeah. You bought in. And love it or hate it, it was a smart fucking move. Yeah. It was smart marketing. And again, love it or hate it, they made niggas watch Ghost, Power Book 2, Ghost, because y'all took that story and kept it going. And it was a story that you got everybody to invest in. So I'm not mad at that. That's a good one, dog. Um, for me, I think one of my favorite moments, no order here, but one of my favorite moments from the year was um back in February, Valentine's Day, when we did the photograph yes. at screening, dog. Um, one, it was our last screening of the year, because who knew that two weeks later our whole fucking lives would change. But um it was a fun screening, dog. It was our what, second or third one that we did. Second. Um, when did when did when did um Queen of Slim? Queen of Slim come out. That was Thanksgiving last year. Oh, yeah. Okay. So that was then November nineteenth last year, and then um we we were starting to get in our bag and really was starting to get like a feel for it. And that second screening of the photograph, I felt like we really had it figured out, like just formatting what we wanted to do, how we wanted to do it, how we wanted to interact, the time that we was allowing ourselves to interact with the audience, man. Um, it was just a good moment, dog. And I felt like we had a really great conversation after the film. I did. Too. That gave us a good pod because now it feels like um. You know when you first start dating somebody, mm-hmm. like you know them, mm-hmm. but you don't really know these motherfuckers. You don't facts, really know them. Facts. Like when we were doing the first couple, uh, or the first two screenings, like we knew y'all, mm-hmm. but like we ain't know y'all know y'all. But now I feel like, like we feel like I feel like it's super That's real family. family dog. You know what I'm saying? Like I, like I got a I got a really good understanding um, of the type of people who are gonna come out and so, not the like you a, a type, but like yeah, the yeah. type of person. And um, I can't wait to the next one to like Man. kick it with 
And I mean, even looking at the plans that we have for the year, we plan on going to Chicago to do that um, Candyman screening. Yeah. And we were so confident in going, like, yo, we can go and not even really promote, and we know we'll pack that bitch out. Yeah. Because we know that we got so many listeners from that area. And we got niggas from Detroit who would travel down there and fuck with us. So it was just like, we was really getting into our bag before shit shut down. So I think that was one of my favorite moments because it was something that I could look back on and remember, like, a normal time for us just executing the shit that we like to execute um, and getting what, one of our 2020 plans off. As far as about stuff that felt good is um, yeah. when we when we arrive at the theater and um, you see the this weekend, when you go to the star yeah. in Royal Oak and you see, and you imagine, imagine, imagine yeah, yeah, and you see on that little placard, this week in culture yeah. review of the photograph and the room number, like, dog, that's a good feeling. Dog, I still... I have our first one. I don't know if I have the um, photograph one, but I still have our uh, Queen and Slim joint um, in the whip. It, it was just a moment, dog. It was a it was a good memory. And like before, so when Queen and Slim came out, um, people were doing this, but then it went OD when the photograph dropped. Folks was going to the theater earlier that day and saw our yes sign and was sending me pictures of the sign. Like, yo, this is dope. Like, y'all here? I'm like, fam, we ain't even there for another like five hours. But the fact that you singing this and thought of like that's just just hard, man. We we did a lot of shit this year that I never really predicted for the pod when we first started it, and and just to st- see some of that shit come to fruition. Is Blackberry really letters dope, took man. off in twenty twenty. Blackberry letters were fucking amazing. Um, and I wanted to mention we're currently on a Blackberry letters streak. One for getting one back to back. We've never had three straight weeks of Blackberry letters. It's usually a gap in there. Yeah. Um. But also, these bitches have been legendary the last few weeks. Dog. We got another really good one today. Actually, we got two because somebody tagged us in um, some tweets on Twitter and said, yeah, I'm yeah. submitting this as a Blackberry letter. So we got two that we're going to get to. Um, and one got written in earlier today that we're going to read. Dog. But we're on a good-ass streak for Blackberry letters. So keep sending those in. This week in culturepod at gmail.com. Let us know what's going on in your life. Um, and shout out to the interactivity um, in 2020, uh, we definitely been real interactive. Folks are have been sending in voice notes. Uh, Rob Silver and got his own weekly. Hey, segment. Rob Silver's <laughs> the new fucking star of the pod, <laughs> and my dog is back with more voice notes today. So we gonna get to those in a little bit, man. But salute to um to everybody interacting with us, dog. To the guy Macho, um, Weezy done been on the pod uh, and been referenced so much. He loved his shit too. I hate that little nigga, dog. Um, Marcus Summerall, what up, boy? Uh, and and everybody, man, the guy Bucky last week was a fucking star. He almost came in and and stole our job with that funny ass voice note he sent in, man. So salute to everybody who hitting us up every week with the voice notes, who writing in them Blackberry letters, and um, who's active in all of our our groups, man. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, whatever we on, man. We appreciate the interactivity, and uh, we want y'all to keep doing that in 2021. And we did this a few weeks ago, but I want to say salute to all our global listeners, dog. Um, cause again, man, that seeing that spike in in the UK, spike in the UK is fire, isn't it? Boy, (laughs) yo, I just played a murder mystery game the other night, and I talked in a British accent the entire night. (laughs) My nigga, my shit's so thorough. I don't even want to do it no more because I couldn't get out of it. It's hard to get out of when you do it that long, dog. But um, nah, salute to all the global listeners, man. The UK, uh, Canada. You remember early in the year we was getting like Nigeria and all kinds of just. 
where we wouldn't even think folks is rocking with us that that listenership increased um exponentially in a lot of places so salute to y'all dog what are you thinking for 2021 now that we know you know what covid kind of looks like we know what we may be able to do um what are your predictions for the pod next year and, and for what we're able to do um it's about to be the best year ever of the pod because we got content on galore. the way coming out the gate galore um fred hampton's dropping facts um snowfall is dropping facts february 24th shit for the snowfall uh, ryan coogler producing i mean writing freaking um space jam 2 is dropping facts do i who, you know who wrote space jam 1 no, because it doesn't matter. But a black man wrote part two. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and that's all I really care about. <laughs> like, I couldn't tell you who wrote part one, but Ryan Coogler did part two. Um, so I'm here for it. Yeah. Um, and a homie, uh, speaking of Ryan Coogler, the homie Marcus asked me earlier, is Ryan Coogler on the clock? Listen. He said I, it was a combo happening on Twitter, man, and he wanted to bring it to me. So. Yeah, me and uh, shout out to homie Barry was arguing on, on, on Twitter about that all the time. I said I'm going to bring it to the pod. That's going to be a dick. We 32 minutes in. Hey. So we we going we gonna to have that conversation. I already know the answer. <laughs> I already know the answer. Uh, but we can have that. We can flush that out. Yeah. But um, the answer is no. Definitely no, man. Ryan Coogler living his fucking life. And the smartest thing my nigga ever did was get away from Creed too. So it's brilliant, nigga. Well, he produced, but like yeah, I, I know, think if he, he, he if got he away from directing if that. If he wrote and directed it, like he did Creed One, it, it would have been, been better. Yeah. yeah, but get as far away from Michael B. Jordan as you can, Ryan Coogler. But no, go, but go 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 be thorough, nigga. I be kind of I be kind of intrigued with niggas who like Creed. It's a it's a fucking it's a Rocky movie. Yeah, it's gonna be thematic. Like we know what's gonna happen. Yeah. Everybody was trashing fucking Wonder Woman this weekend. I watched the shit and was like, nigga, it was a fucking Wonder Woman movie. Like, I was watching it with my pops before I came up here. I ain't, obviously, I ain't get through it because it's two and a half hours, but it wasn't bad. It looked like the first one, and the first one wasn't bad. I, my only critique of the first one was it was a little too long for me. I mean, I watched this shit. And fuck around been on Christmas, low yeah. key. Because, like, Christmas night, first off, I, we must have been in, like, a time warp. <laughs> at 8 o'clock, it felt like 2 a.m. Yeah, now nah, that's fact. Um, I watched that shit on Christmas. Like, I enjoyed myself. Like, yeah. that shit was cool. But, like, niggas are killing that shit online. Yeah, I've been seeing it get murdered. Um, I'm going to finish it up. I probably say tonight. that shit wasn't realistic. <laughs> Nigga, it's a superhero. Oh, man, a superhero movie? <laughs> like, get out. The motherfucker man. who was uh got our, our truth lasso and was lassoing that yeah. bitch off of lightning strikes in the sky? No, yeah. that wasn't realistic. Off a bracelet? <laughs> you, ain't, you ain't like that one? Oh, shit. Um, I ain't asked you. What was your, uh, I know I said Lovecraft. What was your favorite show this year or program this year? Culture or non culture? We ain't even got a. Uh, I think it was Lovecraft slash Insecure. Oh, Insecure was yo. Insecure was fire, fire this year, dog. Like consistently, this fire. season was back, nigga. It was like, shot well. Yeah, the cinematography was dog. good. Everything was like, and they had one of their best episodes ever when her and Lawrence was on a date. Man, that shit was a fucking fire episode. Dog. That shit was great. Yeah, no, great I, I agree. Man. Content too, absolutely. We we smoked that as Damn, usual. We got black movies coming. Uh huh. We got Snowfall coming. Mm hmm. We got Insecure coming. Somehow we keep this ball rolling, nigga, with, with Hollywood not really doing their thing, man. Oh, um, man. Anna J always going to do their oh, thing. Oh, shit. Yo. And we got my nigga Nate Parker movie about to drop. Facts. When does that drop? I think it's in January. January, January something. 
Seventeenth, twentieth, something like that. Hold up, let me see. Um, American Skin. Do we got a release date anywhere on here? See, it's weird because everyone. Wow, here they go on they bullshit. Of course. Okay, y'all say what y'all want. I'm going to see that shit. Fourteen <laughs> percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Really, nigga. <laughs> oh shit! And we got coming to America about to drop. Yo, so the trailer dropped. Finally, we were able to get a little bit more insight. Um, okay, so January 15th, 2021, Fanae Parker's joint, American Skin, coming soon, and y'all know y'all getting that review. Um, but back to coming to America, the trailer dropped, we got a little bit better insight of what this is gonna look like. How you feel about it now? I know a lot of folks, myself included, was a little like, uh, but we saw the trailer, you feel a little bit better about it now? Um, I'm, I'm down. Yeah. Uh, and more people are gonna see this movie than ever before. Facts, facts. More people will see this movie than saw the first one. Um, when that was released, guaranteed. Um, I'm I'm a little more excited about it now after seeing the trailer, specifically the barbershop scene. That scene made me feel like I was at home watching that shit. So I'm back. Still don't really know what Wesley Snipes and Tiana Taylor are gonna be doing. I, I feel like they're trying to get them like the they supposed to be the evil antagonists in the movie. Could be. Um that's what I'm gathering from the commercial, but we're gonna see. They ain't give us too much in the trailer, but other than that, I'm excited to see it. We got that coming. We also got, um, like we mentioned, Judas and the Black Messiah coming, Snowfall coming, Insecure coming, The Shy coming back for better or worse. We review The Shy, man. Um, two great seasons and one not so great season, man. But we gonna get to it regardless. And yeah, man. And what we always we know is gonna happen. Random content is going to keep appearing out the ass. Um, Euphoria will be back next year. Something else. To Yo, did you watch that little one-off episode they dropped on HBO? I forgot the Where watch. it's just her and her sponsor? My nigga. That is a acting clinic, dog. Please watch that shit. It is one hour of fucking fire, nigga. Like, literally, it's just them sitting talking in the diner, dog. It's did one of the best things Soul? to watch. Yeah. I've not watched Soul yet, but I ain't heard nothing but good things, dog. Ryan Coogler is also attached to that as well. Boom, boom. So, yeah, Ryan Coogler's not on the clock, nigga. If anything, my nigga is the clock. Um, Something else. Oh, have you gotten into Your Honor yet? I have not yet. Because I didn't, re- I mean, I realized it after the first episode, but now that we're four episodes in, this shit is really for the culture. Like, it's some conversations that can happen from this show, dog, okay. that, that I really didn't anticipate them, like, getting into. But now I feel like they throwing it at us. They lobbing it to us now. So it's four episodes in. Um, It comes on every Sunday, so you got a minute to catch up. Um, But even if we just get that shit, like, a little, little half-hour one-off just about the whole show once it's over, phenomenal fucking show, man. I'm really enjoying it. Um. Your honor on Showtime. Check that out. All right, man. All let's right. get into this let's, Blackberry Let's Blackberry letter it, man. Y'all already know what we do, like we always do at this time. When y'all hear that can crack, that mean your man back. This week's Blackberry letter is brought to us by you, the listeners. Uh, What we got? What we got? All right. This is from the homie Harvey Specter. Um, I ain't going to say my dog's government, but what up, though? He says, what's good, fellas? Hope you and the fam are having a restful and relaxing holiday season. Also, I want to wish you guys a happy new year. 2021, y'all going to be the HBO, Jesus, and Mero. We going to be the HBO, Ann and Jay. Sign me up. Facts. All right. I need some advice for my homeboy. His girlfriend is always posting hella thirst trap photos on Instagram. Before they started kicking it, she bought weed from this one nigga named Trey. <laughs> She got the tray bag from Trey, nigga. Um, who constantly comments on all her pictures. 
One night at the beginning of their relationship, she wanted to smoke and my homeboy had some weed, but she said it was mid and wanted to go cop something from Trey. Since he already had weed, he said, I'm not buying shit else. Respect, King. His girlfriend doesn't even have money, but yet somehow she came back two hours later with a bag of weed from Trey. Fast forward a year and a half later, she's been going to the air quotes dispensary to cop weed for them. He'll tell her what strains to buy, but she always comes back with some new shit that he's never heard of because she has the hookup. He finally decided to check weed maps and none of the strains they've been smoking are listed on the map. <laughs> weed maps. <laughs> Yo, y'all niggas be drug addicts, dog. I just want to point that out, man. Um, also, whatever the amount is that he gives her to spend, she always goes over it because in her words, that cheap shit is that weak shit. Trey is still commenting on um, all her pictures saying wild shit on social media, even after they've gotten into it online. Help me help this nigga Who because it sounds it online. Yeah, I'm guessing her and Trey got into it online. Don't argue with another nigga and you, my girl. Online. Or, or, is or he, did the nigga argue with Trey? Somebody arguing with Trey and Trey high the whole time. Um, help me help this nigga because it sounds like this nigga Trey is smashing his girl and overcharging him for some mid ass weed. No, Trey sound like he got the bag. He got the good bud. Um, hmm. One, I don't, I don't, I don't know that that's that's what actually was happening. It sounds like uh, Trey want to smash, mm-hmm. and he's giving her free weed. Um, and then she's pocketing the money. The that money, she yeah. gets From because you said earlier in the letter, she don't have no money. Yeah. So, so she's pocketing the money. Yeah. But like. Yo, these these drug habit, these drug nigga problems is wild. Like I don't, Yo, <laughs> like, y'all niggas really need to admit to the problems y'all have. Dog. I want to discuss why y'all whole relationship is centered around weed right now. Nigga. Like I, I don't, I don't have these type of problems. No, like uh, I don't fucking know. Like, <laughs> Is it like so hey, look, when man. you when you smoke in a relationship like so not is there like yo these are the, the approved list of weed dealers you can go to? You gotta go to weed maps. Like I don't fucking like look, this this my only advice to your homie. How much this shit cost? This my advice to your <laughs> like, homie, dog. If that nigga really wanna solve all this shit, just call the cops on trade. <laughs> 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 Done, nigga. Like what are we talking about, dog? Send that nigga to fucking prison, nigga. Or or stop sending your bitch to go buy weed for you. Why don't you go get the fucking Also weed? a thing, nigga, you sending her to the trap house? Or no, the quote dispensary. Maybe she got it. Check to see if she got a card, because that'll let say, you know if she's lying. What, what? Let me ask you a question. Uh, I don't know if I should ask you this or not, but what type of things do you send Shorty to to go get for you? Ironically, the weed, because she works <laughs> at a dispensary. <laughs> but no, she gets she gets my edibles for me when she goes to work. <laughs> so who does she? Is there a trainer works there? God damn it! But the funny part is. Nigga, I know she at work. Like, I'm not checking weed maps to see, like, where the fuck did this shit come from? They don't even sell that over there. Like, nigga, this sound like a jealous, high-ass nigga, dog. Let's but just, other let, than that. So let's just say that. I'm your, not sending my girl out there to go Let's just drugs. say that's your insecurity. Mm-hmm. You don't like a girl around niggas who sell weed. Whatever. Yeah. Why yeah. the fuck would you keep sending her to buy the weed? Yo, man. As a nigga who grew up around a lot of drug dealers that I didn't want my girl around. I wouldn't be like, hey, babe, 
Yo, go the nigga with the bag. And see the, that nigga in that Escalade right there? <laughs> go get him. Go see me. him by yourself <laughs> like, and come what? back with something. Yo, this is wild. Yeah, bro. dog. Your man is playing this shit ass backwards if you want his girl home safely. I'm going to just say that. Just man. go buy a zip and just y'all just have a bowl and y'all just. And if she know that much about the weed, why don't you and her like grow it or something? Like y'all do y'all own thing, nigga. Why don't you buy a whole bunch? Make it a couple things. Yeah. Buy a whole bunch at the, at the, the first of the month. Because like. You niggas with the weed problems, yeah. y'all buy that shit all the time, right? Yeah. So y'all the niggas that put 10 on two. Facts. Y'all don't never fill up. Nah. It's always 10 on two. Nah, they stay halfway to empty. Fam, just go buy a whole, just go buy some weed at the beginning of the month. Yeah. And put that shit in a bowl. And then y'all smoke off that shit all month. Do you ever have or that Or just call the cops on the second trade, <laughs> dog. I'm, I'm all about reporting these tray bags, dog. But, but, That's just. But to the other problem, she posts hella thirst traps. She smoked with random niggas and she run off with your money. I think this problem is, is is solving itself. Like get a new one. Yeah. If she she's stealing from you, she posting thirst traps. Niggas be all under her pics all wild. Yeah. And y'all, I'm clearly y'all done had a discussion. And Either you or her arguing with Trey online. Come on, fam. It, it sounds like it's not really working. First off, off bro. don't argue with niggas on the internet. And second off, it sounds like you and her may need to go holler at the fucking um Narcotics Anonymous folks Cause y'all sound like Y'all going through real life Drug problems dog I vote to call the police on Trey In the whole fucking speculation But if you're not trying to snitch Then check your bitch Nigga that's what I got <laughs> <laughs> um, Oh man I'm gonna get in trouble for that one Alright Let's get into some of these voice notes dog See what the homies is on Uh, What we got first man Let's get into one from the homie Marcus man What's good, Ant and Jay? This is Marcus, a.k.a. Curve Gotti, a.k.a. Uncle Marcus. Uh, I was coming, I was just writing in just to let y'all know I was not going to be left off the last episode of 2020 on This Week in Culture. Uh, make sure you follow uh, me on Twitter at This Week in Culture. Uh, again, it's at This Week in Culture on Twitter. Uh, but the question, is Ryan Coogler on the clock? Um, I totally disagree, um, but I want just to hear the dialogue on the pie from the pie guys. So uh, add that in there. One more thing before I leave. When is the merch dropping? All right, don't make me bootleg it. All right, I got ideas and I will bootleg it and sell it if you don't. <laughs> but, you know, so just playing, keep up the work, fellas. You know, proud to pay all money in. You already know. Shout out to the homie Curve. Curve my them, brother, man. Curve one of them friends that hit you up every day just to make sure that you're doing what you should be doing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like that. Like, yo, where's the merch? Where is this? Let me know if you need nah, it with this. He, I, I hit him, um, and I, I owe him a phone call, but shit's been wild, and, and I got to get on on top of my shit. But I hit him and told him, like, yo, I need to holler at you about something. And that nigga was on my head every day since. Like, yo. Nigga, you good? What's going down? Like, what you need to talk about? Making sure that I stayed on top of it. I still on that call. Um, so, Curve, trust I'm going to hit you, but we appreciate the love. Merch is coming to answer your one question, 2021. Something else y'all can look forward to. Um, and in addition to the merch that's coming, um, just more content coming, man. He he said he's willing to pay. I hope the rest of y'all are, too, because we got some shit that will not be free. Uh, but on the Ryan Coogler, because I had this conversation with uh, Curve via text and mm-hmm. then on, on, the, on the Internet, I just want I want y'all to just to, to look at listen to the last three years of Ryan Coogler. 
because 2018 Black Panther was it's within the three year period, right? Facts, facts. So Black Panther, uh, writer and director, Creed two, uh, executive producer, uh, Space Jam two, uh, which drops in 2021, uh, writer and producer, Judas and the Black Messiah, producer, uh, Black Panther two, uh, director and writer, and that's dropping in uh, 2022. Um, and he is a contributor um, in Soul. Yep. Um, Which just dropped. Yeah. 2020. Everybody's on the internet going crazy about. Um, that's a very fucking solid lineup because he's a writer, he's a director, mm-hmm. and he's producer. Now, the question came in is specifically in a director spot, is he on the clock because he hasn't directed anything um, other than Black Panther? In those years, and I said it's yeah. not fair nah. to judge a fish on how fast it runs, because I'm a writer, director, as well as a producer. So I got three different hats. And, and also, we got to stop doing that, where we diminish a nigga's one thing. I'd rather you do one thing great than do twenty things average, nigga. His one thing that he's directed in the last three years, Black Panther, that ain't a small feat, my nigga. <laughs> Like that shit made over a billion dollars the first time around. We already know what it's gonna do in twenty twenty two when that drops. The second time fam, if he don't attach his name to nothing else but Black Panther moving forward, my nigga, he's a black person directing Marvel films, dog. One of the more successful films in history. Not just Marvel history, film history. Nigga, we, he don't gotta do shit else, bro. It is what we were when we were introduced to um him on a on a on a grander scale, mm-hmm. when it was in 2013 with Fruitvale Station, yep. where he was the writer and the director. And then in Creed in 2015, when he mm-hmm. was a writer and a director. And then in Black Panther in 2018, when he was a writer and a director. That's a three-year time span, roughly two to three-year time span between those. But he was yeah. writer-director, writer-director, writer-director. I think what's happened now is, and my argument was, no, he's not the writer and director on every project, right? Yeah. But when I'm talented and I got a gift for telling stories, right, and making sure those stories come out to fruition, if a project comes across my lap, do I turn it down and not help that come through fruition? Do I tell that story just because I'm not doing everything on it? Yeah. Or somebody say, hey, listen, this person wrote the movie or this person is the director, but we need a writer. Film and these movie studios sometimes it come with a producer already. It come with a, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. I I just look at it like, again, dog. We we live in a world of grind culture, right? Where niggas got to do ninety billion things. Don't sleep. Don't do this. Don't do. This. Fam, do y'all know how long it takes to complete a Marvel film? Like these are not done in a year, my nigga. These bitches are done over the course of two, three, sometimes four years, dog. My nigga's working, and he not on the clock just because you don't see the work yet. When you see it in 2022, you'll see what he's been working on, dog. But till then, enjoy the fucking show, man, and go back and rewatch some of the great projects he's done since 2013. And the work, it don't count as me not working just because the movie ain't came out yet. I've mm-hmm. done the work already. Facts. So Sam, I wrote it. You know My what I'm nigga. saying? So I've like, done the work already. Hey, like, uh, I just... I feel like sometimes as fans, we get a little spoiled in what we expect 
our favorite writers, actors, producers, directors to do, man. Like we want them to become Superman, literally, and go out there and just I you gotta be everything. You gotta put out three, four movies a year. That's not possible to do um at a quality level, dog. I tell you what, Jeezy voice. Um it appears mm-hmm. generally speaking, that people love the fucking underdog. Facts. People love it when you grind into the top. As soon as you make it to that top, we don't fuck with you. Don't no fuck more. with you. Don't fuck with you. Because now, you better than me. Yeah. Before, I'm rooting for you because I see you as me. If I'm yeah. rooting for you, I'm rooting for myself. But now you get to the point where you surpass me. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't like you no more. It's the same thing. The Jay Z, the yep. Dark Light villain, whatever the bar was. Yeah. Um. Dark Knight villain, die and be a hero, or live long enough to see yourself become the villain, dog. Um, Quick strike, come out. Yeah, I'm taking the bag and I'm getting the fuck out before I can. Before y'all can turn on me, it's gonna be all good. It's be like, damn, what happened to? But Jay? that's why, like, on a music level, that's why niggas wonder, like, it's cats like a Frank Ocean who might come out once every fucking five, six years. This is why, because when you stay in the spotlight, Kendrick can't drop since 2017. This is why. And um, something that Andre uh, always alludes to, 3,000. Like, nigga, sometimes y'all make me scared to come out because y'all going to over-criticize whatever I drop. Nigga. So I'd rather not drop and yeah, I mean, appreciate point, my piece. Uh, y'all hated it for whatever re- Like that J Electronica album? Man. It's a masterpiece. Yup. Niggas ain't love it, though. They couldn't wait to hate that shit. You can make, oh, he had Jay-Z. Listen, nigga, you can't tell me which one of them songs not good. It's like eight of them. Like it's only. It's not like a bunch. Tell me which one of them songs is not good. Yeah, but niggas don't want to do that. They want to. That's the thing. You got to come out, be great, nigga. Have we come out and did the Black Panther pod and then never potted again, and then waited like three years before we dropped another pod? We'll probably be the biggest podcast on the planet, dog. I don't know if y'all niggas know about battle rap, but when Charlie Clips came in, murdered, Mm -hmm. um, Tay Rock Mm -hmm. and disappeared and never rapped again for two years. He was a fucking yeah, because it was such That's a when he went to goat status off one battle, yeah. and then when he came back on the summer madness against um uh slow itch a verb yeah you know what I'm saying like yeah. yo it and was kill verb like yo the legend is ridiculous yeah and then when he started battling him more like you battling too much yeah what nigga was doing three four battles a year and all of a sudden it's a problem. Choose the goat when you was doing one every two, three years, nigga. But that's just what it is, dog. Like we, it's a fine line in in our culture between oversaturating the market and being appreciated for the work that you put in, dog. Um, niggas that get on a black, 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 all black, everything, all money in, black, 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 but then get mad at a nigga like Tyler Perry who writes, produces, directs, and stars in most of his own shit, nigga. Why? I'm keeping it in house. This is what we said we was gonna do, right? All black, right? And it's like, nigga, I'm literally doing exactly what niggas tweet about and write these fucking dumbass memes about. But now niggas hate it because, oh, man, that, that dumbass show or that, hey, nigga, that shit popular, though. And he making the money. And guess what? It's all going to his black ass. It's funneling into all black shit. So what you mad at? Uh? But that's what niggas do. Mind you, when Tyler Perry was doing them fucking plays, the Medeas, and he was on some chitlin circuit shit. The world loved him. Oh, my God. He was homeless. He was sleeping on a bench. Now this nigga's touring the world, doing these plays. It's so relatable, da-da-da. But now y'all hate the the whole shit. The Medea, y'all hate when he not Medea. Y'all hate when he is Medea. Nigga can't win. Fam, do good. Just not better than me. <sighs> Woo. Bar. All right, man. 
Naomi Rob Silver sent us true, uh, true good voice notes. I'm about to play the New Year's one first because the power one we're going to let lead right into, uh, into the review. Hey, fellas, I just wanted to wish you two great brothers a very happy New Year. And I want to thank you. And I'm sure a lot of the listeners of your podcast echo these same sentiments in giving us entertainment throughout the year, your podcast as a release from the horrors of, in my 52 years on this planet, the single worst year I've experienced. World, I mean, in just terms of what the hell is going on in our country and in the world. I mean, it's, now I see what my parents were talking about whenever they brought up 1968. I believe this generation's 2020 was that generation's 1968. Uh, Happy New Year to Anthony Wooden and Jason Johnson. Uh, Also, Happy New Year to your brother Dame. Loving Shop Talk Talk Podcast. Loving This Week in Culture. Love you brothers from Detroit. Keep up the great work. And thanks (laughs) for giving us a release. (laughs) <laughs> from this horrible year 2020 yeah that thanks was so emphatic dog <laughs> we appreciate it oh man we um appreciate hey, it, hey rob man we appreciate you we hope you and your family have a fucking and go listen to rob podcast man if you, please uh, please if you if you're a boxing um uh, aficionado fanatic, uh, like i am yeah um if i'm not mistaken this world championship boxing let me uh bring it up i'm pulling it up right now dog and follow him on Twitter while we at it. Um, at Robert Silva five seven six eight. Yeah, world champion boxing, world yep. championship boxing. Yep. Um, so follow that because Rob is um a, a he's wealth, a boxing historian, uh, a wealth of knowledge in um in uh in the boxing and uh it's some fights coming up. I'll have Rob uh, chime in on a uh, shop talk one episode too. And if y'all can't tell by the voice notes, it's just a fun dude to listen to talk, man. <laughs> like, so go rock with the God, man. Follow him on Twitter, dog. And um, now we're going to let Rob take us into power. What's up, fellas? Another strong power ghost episode. I got to give the devil its due. Woody McClain has been my favorite actor on the show all season. And it cannot be a coincidence that Kane has the same type of characteristics as Kanan. There has to be a tie-in somewhere there because he was basically Kanan, a young Kanan in this episode. And once again, Michael Rainey, strong performance this week as Tariq. The, the writing is coming around with his character. Um, once again, I love the chemistry between him and Effie in that short scene where you could you could see the 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 adulation of both young people when they're looking at each other in that scene. And I'm real interested, fellas, in the conclusion of this trial next week and I didn't like her at first, but uh I'm feeling epiphany and she got an ass on her. See? Talk to your brothers See? next week. Hey. See, Rob saw what I saw. Rob speaks for us all. <laughs> Rob saw what I saw. Oh man, so let's get into the episode, dog. This week, episode nine aired Power Book Two Ghosts. 
Off top, how'd you feel about the episode, man? What you what you rating it? Um, it was a good episode. It was, and to Rob's point, they are on a streak. I think the last like three have been solid episodes. I mean, we're not going white sticks or nothing. No, like no, 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 no. I'm gonna get this one a strong pair of woods. Yeah. Like maybe even like a three and a half, man. Um, it, it wasn't quite a pair of buffs. It definitely wasn't the white sticks, but it was a solid episode. Dog. Yeah. It was good. Um, they opened up kind of corny for me though. That very that much. very first scene, that Dexter scene, I didn't really need that in my life. And Rob, I gotta I gotta disagree with you on one point for this week specifically. I agree. I think Woody has been the strongest actor on the show thus far. This week, I didn't really think his acting was hitting, specifically in that scene at the hospital is Drew after Drew acting? got shot. Huh? Is Drew acting? Is Drew acting? I don't know. I don't know. He's convincing. If he's not acting, he's definitely has the best <laughs> part. Of, he's definitely the best actor on the show. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I didn't really like Woody's emotional moment with his mom and shit. Like it, it wasn't. He was kind of doing that. I'm crying in my voice, but not. He actually. was. Uh, he was. Uh, he was Ice Cube. Yeah, yeah. You like that fool more than me? You love that fool more than me? What you hit me for? Yeah. It was like, man. I'm surprised he didn't say that when she got he got slapped in the face. Yeah. Or when she pulled the gun on that nigga. Um, what you pull a gun on me for? Fam, if my mom pulls a gun on me, dog, like, I'm going to probably leave, nigga. I don't want to be in this fam no more. Like, I think that's my last straw. But let's get into it, dog. So the episode opened up, like I said, on some Dexter shit. It was useless. They had that was Kane useless chopping point. up these bodies with the little guap nigga from GTG. I have no clue why this was happening, dog. Why did y'all feel the need to chop up their bodies? Are they that important that their their bodies can't be found? I feel like these was niggas who could have just came up missing, dog. Boom. Or found if dead. If they got found dead, it wouldn't have been a shocker. They was GTG niggas. Like, it'd have been fine. Um, So I recently, and I do this a lot throughout the year, I'll randomly just start the original power over. Or I'll pick a season and just start watching that shit. Oh, it's like a good, so I put it on when I was rapping Christmas gifts, right? And I got through season Power two. Was so good, fam. <laughs> when it first came out, fam, I rewatched season one and two, Christmas Eve, wrapping gifts. That was like nine of the best hours of my life, nigga. No, At a ball, dog. dog. When it came out, but it was an episode on season two where they were talking to the um. The I think dog was like Ukrainian or something like that. Tommy homeboy, and where he introduced him to Ghost. And when Ghost came in, dog was in the middle of chopping up somebody's body. Yeah, and the nigga said he gave Ghost a. He said, "Yo, nigga, I let you do the honors. You chopped the body up." And he already standing there bloody, like you didn't chop the arm or a leg off already. But it was like I thought about that when I watched this opening scene of this well, episode, we, we, and we I was like, that well, was impactful. Yeah, but this is the second time though. We seen this shit already. Mm -hmm. We seen him chop the bodies up mm -hmm. and put them in this. Earlier in the season, that's when you know, like, oh, this nigga Kane is on some other yeah. shit. Like he, but now y'all just wearing it out. Y'all wearing it out. So that was one of them episode or parts of the episode where I was like, yeah. I, I also really thought that I thought that the um, I thought that maybe the purpose of this was that look that the GTG nigga 
gave him at the end, like, yo, this nigga really crazy. So he did look scared. Because it was all that just to show that? Because you could have yeah. went a different route with that. Because if y'all trying to show me the exchange of power between the two of them, I think I got that when Kane beat that nigga half to death. Like this nigga. Oh, episodes ago. I mean, both brothers didn't beat your fucking ass. Facts. And and killed your friends, and now you working for me. You a hoe. They both did it in front of your crew. Then, not only did Kane beat your ass in front of your crew earlier, then Drew beat your ass, then Kane killed your man in them. So, peep this. Yeah. I know that you was on the outs with your mom and them, right? Facts. You've also beat my ass. Facts. And killed all my friends. Unfortunate. What stopped me from just shooting you when next time you come up to the drop? No one's coming after me. Fam, what stopped me from shooting you while you putting a head in this tub? That's of what acid? I'm saying. Like, just like, kill the nigga and be on with it. GTG, nigga. Like, this is the easiest get back you'll ever have, dog. And then, especially, we're going to get into it later in the episode, but especially when the dish or the supplier came to you and said, I'm looking for a new distro. My nigga, you literally don't need this nigga, dog. Like, at all. You have no use for him. It's the Kill him and get your gang back, bro. Is the budget tight? They can't get, like, the background thug, thug number one through five? And Fam, where are all the bad guys at? You remember Lobos? <laughs> Lobos had niggas everywhere Come on dog Lobos had niggas in the fucking feds Shit the Italian nigga had niggas everywhere Facts The fucking man yeah dog This is this is giving me weak gang vibes The same way that we was talking about the Tejada family And we like yo nigga y'all small time This GTG shit don't really seem like No major faction in the city dog But who picked gang names Cause get that get the guap. guap Get that guap Started by big guap Currently run by his son, Lil Guap. Like, fam, Guap ain't even been around that long. Like, <laughs> enough for you to have, like, for you be called Big Guap. Like, Guap didn't stay around that long when it came out, nigga. <laughs> I don't like Guap. <laughs> like, it's not really not a thing. That, yo, nigga, you got that Guap? Nigga, remember his nigga say Cho? <laughs> <laughs> that was like Detroit. Oh, yeah. That was, oh, yeah. <laughs> trying to get this Cho. <laughs> oh, man. What if they was get that Cho? GTC. So, oh. I hate that fucking name, <laughs> and I hate that all of them got song? it tatted on the end. That though, somebody had a song. I feel like it was like Benzino or somebody. Let me, let me look. But get I that remember dough. that part from a Freeway song with Petey Crack because we get that dough. Whatever. Who knows? Anyway, yeah, I didn't like the opening scene. I thought it was kind of weak. And again, to your point, if y'all was just trying to show me that. The little guap nigga was kind of looking at Kane like, okay, this nigga's crazy and I'm scared. Little Wayne, get that dough. Little Wayne, okay. Off 500 degrees. Nah, nigga, I know. Hold up. I got the song for you right here. Get to it real quick. Hold up. Show these niggas what's going down. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> Dog, do you know that I've literally laughed every time I've heard that song since three episodes ago? That's my favorite song ever. It didn't have shit to do with nothing. I just wanted to play it. Greatest fucking song ever made. All right, man. So then, look, the nigga Reek wakes up and Tubin on his head, dog. Tubin said, yo, where my money at, bitch? And now it's 50K for saving your bitch ass, dog. Like, what they gonna do with Tubin? So, for me, right? Okay. I don't understand um, how some of this shit works. Um, cause I just be shooting niggas all the time. Facts. Um, like Tariq later in this episode, you had the blicky. You was ready to use that shit. He's ready to off a stripper. That a lawyer 
talk to your mama. Yeah. And, like, fam, y'all was going to jail. He was ready <laughs> like, to get his Kilpatrick on. Like, the lawyer lady was like, yo, this is the person, yeah. and go deliver a message from him. Yeah. The next day, he, like, you're going to jail. And but like, like, she said, do him like we did Slim. Y'all didn't kill Slim. <laughs> whatever. The, like, the whole setup was to get him locked. For facts. Uh, but whatever. Like, kill 2-Bit. Fam, 2-Bit literally just got out. He has one gun. And him. He got one gun and literally just got off the street and people in the hood trying to figure out if he snitched to get out or not. I will kill That's him. an easy target. Yo, matter of fact, go link with Kane. Hey, Kane, look. What I th- Go kill this nigga for me, dog. So what I thought was going to happen uh-huh. is they gave him the bricks and he was going to like, look, I ain't got the money, but I got some dope. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give you this. Bring me back that. You can keep the 50. Yeah. But like, I don't know. Couldn't trust of, a nigga like 2-Bit though. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what kind of leverage that yeah. he got that'll keep 2-Bit off him. But like, yeah. use 2-Bit. Because like, what's his purpose in this season? When this in this series? So I saw someone online to, to that point. It was on the gram. It said, is 2-Bit working for whoever works or whoever Effie works for? Like, ain't working for nobody. And I was like... I don't see how that happened because before he went in, he was working for Tommy. Yeah, and they were selling pills. And they were selling pills. Not that 2-Bit can't find a Coke supplier, but who would he have gone to link with that quick? You know what I'm saying? Because they was trying to draw a connection. Whatever this little meme was, they was trying to draw a connection between 2-Bit and Effie, trying to make it like, what if Effie selling powder for 2-Bit? And I'm like, he don't have weight, bro. at, At Yale? And, nigga, that would mean he was selling the powder before he got locked. Like, 2-Bit ain't have a whole... Y'all got to think before some of these theories. Because some of them don't apply. Nigga. And before that, 2-Bit was just hand-in-hand hand and shit before... Did 50 snatch nigga, him up first? 2-Bit was Dre. You remember when Dre was just a hitter? Yeah. 2-Bit was a hitter. Kane brought him in to be a hitter. He yeah. was supposed to hit Dre. That was it. Like, he wasn't that nigga. So, it... And I, I seen a couple memes, like, they had the... Uh, after he left Spank Mama House last episode, he was smoking a cigar, and they had that little meme like, "Oh, two bit about to be the next Kane." And I'm like, "I, I just they haven't established that yet." I'm gonna just say that maybe it happens, maybe it doesn't. But he hit Reek up. He said he won 50k for saving that nigga, and I'm thinking Reek. So that it caused me to think about what Reek doing with his money. You literally giving Davis like 40 bands a week for your mom. Even though, again, lawyers work on a retainer and you pay them at the end. This is not usually, I've never seen where you have to just consistently pay week to week. That's crazy. But then you paying that nigga 40K a week. You giving Monet whatever the re-up is. Reek, how do you make any money, nigga? Like, I don't he, think he, the nigga's he, seeing a dollar, dog. He he spent it on Dior, Dior shoes. <laughs> like, fly clothes. And nigga always coats and shit. Uh, like, I'm I'm not seeing where Reek's finances are coming from. Like, even when he went over to the fireplace and, and slid a joint back, looked at the cash, like, damn, this ain't enough. Like, nigga, it's never going to be enough, dog. You in the ho- you're literally paying your lawyer 40 I mean, bands a week, bro. Oh, yeah. All your money that you bring in, that would be... Because you would be balling, by the way. Yeah. So he called Davis. Speaking of that nigga, he called him. He asked him, yo, can I get an extension on the bread? My grandma needs some money for my little sister, Yaz. Shout out to them mentioning Yaz and grandma because they've been gone. Um, total waste of two characters, dog. Yaz, 
don't really matter because she young and wouldn't have much to do with this shit. No way. But like the grandma, like, oh, girl is like an uh, actress. Like she's a known actress, black famous for show. Y'all don't do shit with her, dog. She just there. And lately she ain't even been on the show. Um, But he asked that nigga for an extension. Davis was like, yeah, I'll give you an extension. But I'm gonna have to get rid of this expert witness I have for your mom. He ain't really have an expert witness in mind for Tasha, but he was throwing something out there for Reek to be like, no, 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 never mind. I'll figure out something else, dog. And that's exactly what Reek did. He fed into that nigga. So when Davis did that shit, uh, Paula, his his little assistant attorney, who he be fucking, they was in a hotel when he had that convo. And she like, nigga, what expert witness? He like, oh, nothing, man. Reek was just bullshitting, trying not to pay this week. Whole time, the expert witness does exist, but it ain't a witness for Tasha. It's for sex. Hey, yo. These are the most expensive lawyers I've ever seen. They don't do a goddamn thing. Don't do shit, bro. All they doing is fucking and... What research they didn't came up with? Nothing. What Nothing. private investigators they didn't came up with? Nigga, the Democratic National Committee, nigga, had a PI dude pull up quicker than these two, niggas. Like, fam, you can literally follow Reek and see what he's doing. Look at what the professor did last week. Followed that nigga all the way to the motel in the Bronx. Boom. Now you working with the Tejada nigga. Okay. You and the little gay Tejada brother got a room. I want somebody to shoot that nigga, though. Jabari? Yeah. Yeah, he got to die. Shoot him in that like fucking... I, I, shoot that nigga in the beard. Shoot that nigga in his fucking uh, Gumby. Shoot him in that uh, S-curl, nigga. That nigga got a fucking uh, Kendall Gill Gumby and shit. He got that box S-curl, nigga. You know the one box, nigga, with the little dark skin nigga look like Kane. That's that. He got that one. I don't like that. Um, But... Davis told Paula, like, yeah, some bullshit. Don't really trip, blah, blah, blah. But Paula started looking at that nigga weird, like, why you lying, nigga? Setting up some shit for later. Meanwhile, Zeke over there with Carrie. So last week, after the whole shit happened where Zeke got beat up, pulled a strap on the nigga, almost shot him in the leg, whoop, whoop, whoop. Remember, he went back to Carrie's crib. So apparently, he stayed over there, and he ain't left. So he wake up, but while he sleep, Carrie looking at the nigga bruised ribs and shit. Yo, Zeke was hooping in Cast Tech in 2010. Facts. So Zeke's a child. No, Zeke is at least 28. And him playing his 18-year-old, I, this is the oldest nigga I've seen as a child. Zeke looks exactly like Sheldon Williams. <laughs> and I cannot let it go, nigga. I damn near want this to be the cover art. Like, I already had it ready to go because... That's Zeke. If I never seen Zeke, bro, just a fucking potentially Down syndrome head ass nigga, dog. Um, like again, is Zeke playing dumb? I don't know because he's either a really good actor or a really bad one. I can't tell. I, don't I know. can't tell. Like if they got him playing dumb, he's doing a phenomenal job. If he, this is just how he is, that nigga is one of the worst actors of all time, dog. But he sleep. Carrie looking at his ribs. He bruised up. She like, damn, what happened to this nigga? Like, I just fucked him, and I ain't care about his bruises last night, but now I care. So the nigga woke up on some Ronnie Romance shit. Like, first of all, why he sprung, though, dog? Like, seriously, that nigga woke up like, I could get used to this waking up with you every day. First of all, nigga, your breath stink. Off top. How old is this woman? Off top. I have no fucking clue She's how old Carrie's supposed to be. Fam, yo, did we know she was a former prosecutor before this episode? She just they just they slid down in there smooth as hell, dog. Look, she went from being a prosecutor to teaching books, look, literature, nigga. Come on, bro. Look, she's very attractive in the face. Facts. Um, she don't have. I'm. I don't want to be this guy. Uh, I, I, she, he can get better on mm. a college campus. I'll say that. 
nigga, they acting like Lauren and Effie ain't walk. Well, Effie go to Yale, but still, nigga. There's some hoes in this house. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's some hoes in this house. I'm just saying. Um, it, nigga, why you in love? Like, have fun with the teacher. You think that WAP song hit the hardest, like, everywhere else that it did in Detroit? I don't know. Because, Detroit like, got a lot of hoes. What I'm saying is the sample though is some hoes like because that sample was certified. Yeah, that's to us is something. Different. That's our shit. That yeah. was our shit in '90 whatever, nigga. But yeah. I don't know if everybody was on that shit. Like maybe Atlanta might know something about there's some hoes in this house. Um, and you know the actual record said there's some whores in this house. I didn't know that. Like when you listen to it, I'm like, yo, it really say whores. You know. Oh, he is saying horse. There's some horse. I said certified free. Seven days a week. I'm not gonna lie. I played that in the truck the other day, and that shit was knocking. Oh, that nigga. shit did not. <laughs> I wasn't gonna lie. To I don't even know why. I think it was on the radio, nigga. Frank's, Fuck satellite for setting me up. I think a nigga named Frank Ski, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Frank Ski. Frank Ski was a. Uh, hold up, Frank Ski did that. Uh, let me see. Frank Ski was like. Mason in uh in Atlanta and slash DC because I think he's from DC. But Frank Ski like a radio legend, dog. If that's his song, Frank Ski. There's some wow. in his house. Wow, Frank Ski had a restaurant in Atlanta and everything, man. That shit was dope. Side note, he also did Doodoo Brown. Frank Ski did. I did not know, dog. Frank Ski a radio legend, dog. That's crazy. Shout out to Frank Ski, man. I'm gonna hit that nigga up now. I want to interview him about. Well, there was uh, a Doodoo Brown version. Oh, there's okay. some hoes in the house. Okay. So there's some hoes in this doodle bro. Okay. I respect the remix. Detroit made house music if y'all didn't know. Facts. Chicago niggas might know something about the whores in this house. Facts. Yeah. Um, so look, Zeke woke up, he like, yo, I love this shit. Like I love waking up to you. Woo woo woo. And she rolled her eyes at that nigga. She was like, fam, didn't I just tell you the other night? Like, I'm only in town for a night. Fam, <laughs> this is about some dick and pussy, nigga. This ain't about nothing else. We not doing nothing else She's here. Like, you notice a one time thing. You can't be popping up over here. Yeah. Okay. And she was like, I only let you spend the night because you came over here crying, talking about you was finna get shot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which might be an easy way to get some like, pussy. I don't know. I'll try it. Um You be having a gun on you, so they'll believe you too. <laughs> they wouldn't even question you. <laughs> like like he came over there like wounded and shit and like all <laughs> fragile and shit, but never told her what happened. No, <laughs> he just came in and got the pussy with the bed. <laughs> Clutch. Like, oh shit! I'm gonna try this shit out. So that nigga, uh, Carrie was like, "Yo, that's a, that's, a, that's why niggas be fake crying when they be into it with their girls." Like that's why Trey was air punching and boys in the hood. Like it was so funny and shit because a lot of my uh, female friends would be like, "How come when I try to break up with this nigga?" He started telling me all the fucked up shit that's going on in his life. Like, well, you know, at this point, like they be looking for that sympathy to get the sympathy. Because hashtag it works. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. I I didn't know the motor in your car blew and your uncle put you out and your such and such. Now you you ain't never had an uncle put you out and then kill himself before you left. Oh, my God. And that's why I cheated. Dog. And I'm horny now. (laughs) (laughs) Wrong bank. <laughs> That's why I cheated, baby. My uncle put me out. His car went down. Man. And I got jumped on my way to the store trying to get your ribs. I mean, trying to get your weed. I didn't want you to keep going to Trey. You know what I'm saying? For the weed. So Trey sucked my shit. He sucked me in my fucking eye. And now I just want the box. So Carrie was like, yo, man, what happened to you? Like, what are these bruises? That nigga said, look. I can't even get in on that. That's how you keep them one more. <laughs> so 
It's yo, a long, it's a long story. <laughs> that nigga was like, "Look, man, I don't, I don't talk about my family business like that." She like, "Oh my god, your family got a business? Like, <laughs> tell me more." She don't know nothing about this boy. <laughs> What's this nigga middle name? <laughs> dog. She don't know nothing about this nigga. Dog. Yo, I don't know. It might be the hater in me, dog. Like she not. But Zeke should not be getting that pussy, dog. I'm sorry. Hey, listen, dog. He's Zeke is. Uh, Chris Rock on the uh, <laughs> the Kanye sample, like nigga, nigga, I don't deserve to be getting no pussy like this. I've never been this part of pussy town. <laughs> God damn it, I'm a oh man, shoot a bootlegger. Like, come on, dog. Man. Zeke is fucking. Uh, where where where'd you learn this shit? Zeke, <laughs> Zeke taught me. Zeke taught you well. Oh shit! Zeke is fucking. What's dog? This is Kanye's from, best work, by the way. Oh, greatest album of the last decade. Um, what's dog from from Class Act, nigga? Oh. The one that was going with Demita and Shane played with his frog. Uh, Zeke is that nigga. Dog. Like I don't remember dog name, but he was retarded too. And I feel like him and Zeke the same nigga. Like y'all popular retarded niggas. Dog. Yeah. These low key might be top two, and they not two most popular retarded niggas ever on TV, bro. Um, but anyway, she asked that nigga what the fuck happened. So at first he was like, "Nah, I want to get into that," but then all of a sudden, like he just cracked, told the whole goddamn story, dog. Like, I don't understand. Like, so uh, after the game, sneakers jacked me up. Like he ain't even get the head, and then like she like suck it out the nigga, dog. Why she? Why she like, oh, we got to go to the cops. Nigga, what? Fam. <laughs> she went immediately to let's tell the cops. Nigga, dog. you got into a, you lost a fight and now you want to call the police? So look, this all he told her. Yo, I don't know what the fuck happened in that pool shit. But after the game, we went to the club to celebrate. Came out, seen some niggas who recognized me from the neighborhood. They said they wanted a picture and niggas jumped me. Whoa, whoa, whoa. She like, I ain't call the cops. Put the gun in my knee. He say, you don't call the cops on these niggas. Oh, wait, you knew them? Yeah, they part of a gang. Stop right there, Zeke. Why you getting into all this? They part of this gang called GTG. GTG? <laughs> like, why you tell her that? DPG. And then he like, <laughs> he like, um, they put the gun on my knee. He shot it, but it misfired. No, it didn't. It just, it yo, just missed, gay cousin you... pushed the nigga and it went off to the side. Nigga. Tell the whole story. You're going to tell the story, Zeke. If so you're going to tell it, then you got to tell it. Oh. Before he could cash in on that sympathy pussy, her phone rang. She get a text, whoop, hey, they down at the school. They talking about this little pool drowning. We having a faculty meeting. So she like, I got to go rain check on the sympathy pussy. This bitch went from pedophile to, uh, to detective. detective. Nigga. <laughs> nigga from pedophile to officer in a matter of minutes, dog. That nigga went from uh, to catch a predator to uh, the police immediately. So, Jay... You've you've been to college and you've been on multiple college campuses. Yes. Are there more than four faculty members at the colleges you've been around? <laughs> hey, listen. Because this is supposed I, to be an Ivy League school. I've seen more than four faculty members when I was just in other niggas' colleges. And I did not, did I nigga, I've seen more than four faculty members here at the pod. Like, nigga, nigga, there like, was more RAs than <laughs> like, nigga. Dog, she go to the faculty meeting. It's her, Jabari, the white professor, who they report to. All of them teach the same class. They got one class, and then it's the lady who uh, is the dean of the school that we ain't seen since episode one when Reed came. I still don't understand how the counselor started teaching a class. Fam, y'all are academic advisors. Don't y'all have enough to do advising these niggas? 
like I don't like the academic advisor slash teacher slash we all combine and teach one fucking course and shit. Like on some Captain Planet, I don't like that. Like all rings, all powers combined. Like what the fuck's we doing? But then in this scene when they had a faculty meeting with the cops, is them four. And then randomly they throw Laz Alonzo in there. Where the fuck this nigga come from, bro? This nigga came from a BET movie. Directly or from Soul a BET Train. movie. Or This Christmas, which I just watched the other day for like the fifth time. Uh, the directors of and the writers of This Christmas were um, hosted a, a clubhouse room on um, Christmas Eve. Oh, that's lit. Um, that's and they lit. were taking questions and, and talking about yeah. the movie. I like the fact that that's... It's gonna be a staple moving around. Yeah, no, and that's that's definitely one of our black holiday staples. It's a great film, great family film. I do have a few questions about some of Chris Brown's acting that I would like to get some answers to because it's a few scenes in there that made me really uncomfortable, dog. <laughs> like it's one part where that nigga says she's his wifey, and I wanted to shoot the whole TV up, dog. Like I really wanted to pull the gun out and just shoot my TV, nigga, but I didn't because it's mine. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, fuck it. <laughs> Yo, so that's funny. They down there talking to the fucking police detectives, and that nigga Laz Alonzo kept it a buck with him. He said, "Look, I'm gonna get all the way racist. What we want to do is talk to all the kids who look like the nigga that got drowned." So he was on his JD shit. <laughs> he was on his Jermaine Dupree. Don't stop. Don't act like y'all don't know the niggas that we know because we know. Laz Alonzo, one of them Cuban niggas who look black, who really Let wants me ask, you to know he not black. When you at uh, when you at Somerset, mm-hmm. can you tell all the niggas who's swiping? Yes, one hundred percent. Fam, don't act like this this profile and shit don't fam, work. If, we know them niggas, man. If Neiman wants to hire me to just stand there. <laughs> I'll keep you niggas like bottom line together, dog. Like man, this profiling shit works sometimes. And this profiling shit real. Just don't 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 have the profiling get me killed. Facts, because that's the dangerous part with the police. You got a gun, and, and just don't, don't profile me. Because <laughs> and here's here's why I say that. Because during COVID, I don't really wear clothes anymore. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like my clothes is gonna resemble most of the niggas I'm profiling. Yo, um, it'd be a lot of times that if I saw me walking up to me in the gas mm-hmm. station, I would probably grip my, I would mm-hmm. probably grip the, the grip the blick. I mentioned on a couple pods ago, like they ain't really warn us about the PTSD that comes from these young niggas being masked up. Like when I'm in any store and everybody in there got a mask, it's like, all right, fam. And you didn't steal on crime and a D. I see niggas breaking into shit with no mask on. Which is what fam, my nigga, you can you literally can do it. Wear a mask now. You can get you away st- with it, dog. This bitch. Is a, this I don't know this this person yeah. is like trying to jimmy a door open in front of the ring camera fam, at seven a.m. Like fam, put the mask. Was that a man or a woman? I, I, I don't could know. Not tell. I like this bitch, but then I didn't want to sound like I was being um yeah uh misogynist. Mis- but I really don't. They call me this misogynist. <laughs> I don't know. It looked like a dude, or it could have been a woman with a boy. I thought it was a woman like, um with maybe a fucked up hairline. Women be having fucked up hairlines. So fam, listen. Yeah. You know, chicks be they they play this game with like <laughs> look look they play this game and shit right. <laughs> Let me get canceled right quick. Hold on. <laughs> they play this game with like last oh. episode of twenty twenty, <laughs> last episode ever. <laughs> like oh, I got a big forehead. Why cute girls got a big forehead? Your hairline is pushed back, fam. Like let's Damn. be real. Your forehead not big. Your hairline pushed back. <laughs> your forehead is regular as fuck. Nigga. Your hairline is pushed your back. Your hairline was little, nigga. The ponytail's been too tight. It's pulled your shit back. Yeah. Niggas Damn. ain't the only ones with, with 
hair bonds that be pushed back. It's not that your edge is gone. Yeah. Your hairline is back there. Yeah. Got to take them braids out sometime, dog. That five like, Hey, once in a while, nigga. Just take that braid out. Get it rebraided, but, like, take them out. Because the longer you leave them in, nigga, your hairline. shit is pulling on that hairline, bro. You'll never find blom, 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 blom. a hairline like mine. He <laughs> <That shit laughs> said, that shit is fucked up. <laughs> Nigga, if that is not one of the funniest no. movies in the history of laughter, nigga. Uh, nigga, look at Ice Cube here lying in that movie with them polar sprays. Yo. Um, oh, my God. Uh, all about the Benjamins is some... We got a throwback review. Fucking phenomenal. We got to throw back that shit. I'm not mad at that one. Yeah. Yo, random. Going back. We'll get back to power in a second. On shit I love this year. Throwback reviews, nigga. Yeah. We killed them bitches this yeah. year, dog. Like we got in like mad bags this year for no reason, mainly because ain't no new shit coming out. But I gotta find a way to um, you know what? Hmm. Hmm. Okay, I'm gonna do this tonight before I post the podcast, so okay. no one can't steal it. Now that I said this online, <laughs> I gotta actually do it. Okay, I'm about to just go ahead. And, why the fuck we ain't got the this week in culture website? I bought like 18 websites last week, yeah. and I, so because. Yeah. The reason I say that is because we got to have a, a final way to better get the content curated. Cause like mm -hmm. when you, when we say, Hey, we did a review on snowfall. Yeah. I don't know that everybody's going to roll scroll through and look at the title and go name. for it. Yeah. So I got to have a, a find a better way to curate that. And that way if that will lead them. Else. It will still lead them to yeah. it, but they can still find it. So I've already bought the website. By yeah. Now. We can get the website together. We can link all the fucking shit to your to the anchor um, and get niggas two specific episodes because it'll be a throwback review. Yeah, yep. And we can break it down by by all these are all the power episodes. Yeah. These are all this and these and yep. all that. So it'd be easy. Power accessible. Lovecraft and for for the folks who do um who let us know like yo I, I go back I'll go yeah. back and listen to old episodes this would be an easier way for y'all to find them yeah. um and for us to categorize them we could even do keep it as simple as like movie reviews yeah and then over here like with the TV shows maybe break those up since we review similar shows every year but um yeah man I I love that dog let's let's work on that that's a good idea man um so the website is already purchased uh by the time you listen to this yeah yeah and um. But when you go visit it, and won't be, be shit there. Honest, uh, I'm gonna do all we actually talking right now. Bet it up. <clears throat> oh, where were we at on the shit? Oh, so they talking to the cop, nigga. Laz Alonzo, like, look, man, I want to fucking go ahead and start profiling all y'all hood students. Because the faculty was like, nigga, ain't nobody here kill that nigga. He was like, that's the thing. Uh, somebody killed him and then was crafty enough to make it look like they didn't. What's real though is nobody at that school killed him. Too big killed that nigga. Not Reek and not and nobody else at school hood enough to be involved in no shit like that. But Reek didn't kill, dog. Reek can't even fight, which is also wild for you to want to be a drug kingpin, nigga. Got to learn how to scrap. Your pops could get busy with the with the scraps and shit. Nigga. Fam, did you see that video I sent you of Reek this week, dog? On the gram? No, I sent it to your phone. Hold up. Let me see. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You sent this shit the other day. Uh, day before Christmas Eve. Yeah. Yo, that shit is... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you want to give him a little bit? Give him the beginning? Yo, <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> yo, this your man, Michael Rainey Jr., dog. Open, motherfucker. 
call to and check it out of this motherfucker. Yeah, that's super cool. What do you got to do? Man, just go watch Michael Rainey Jr. L.A. with open arms on YouTube because <laughs> you can't really make out the audio right here, but he wilding at the beginning of this video, dog. I don't, I don't, I don't, uh, he's, that's a weird, that's a, he in a weird bag. <laughs> man, Tariq, man, doing what Tariq does. Dog. But I seen her with, uh, he, he was with, uh, what's old girl? Um, Lauren? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he be with Lauren. Look, man, yo, did you find, um, I posted it on the Facebook group, but did you happen to catch Effie, uh, Instagram page? Mm-mm. Oh, I'll tag you. <laughs> I posted on Facebook. I just screenshot a pic. I said, yeah, Reek need to go on and choose Effie, dog. I don't give a fuck if she trying to kill him or not, nigga. Have fun, nigga. And to this point, she the only one that put out. So, like, Diana over there acting like she need permission to fuck. Yeah, he didn't He didn't took down Effie twice. Yeah. N nigga, Effie was with the smoke on the wake up. She said, yeah, I know we about to go sell his coke, but, uh. But we get these bricks off. We got to get coke and <laughs> nigga. I mean, hey. <laughs> anyway, dog. Um, what the fuck else was they doing? Hold up, hold up, hold up. Oh, so this was kind of stupid. So after Laz Alonzo said the shit about yeah, I want profile niggas. Carrie was like, well, as a former prosecutor, I'd like to screen the students first, and you know, let them know they can anonymously talk to me, and if I hear anything, I'll tell you. And then your nigga Jabari was like, yeah, I'm gonna do that with her too. Why Jabari was acting like he give a fuck? Why you like all of a sudden this nigga acting like he mad, like pro black and pro don't profile students, nigga? You a whole ass nigga. Why you want Carrie so bad, bro? You fucking your TA. Go have fun. Carrie old. You a pedophile, nigga. You, you don't know how being a pedophile work? Carrie old as shit. Like, come on, bro. And apparently he was fucking her when she was a TA. Really? So how old? Yeah, I caught that in a convo. Like, when she used to work under that nigga, he was fucking. And that's how their relationship started. So I'm wondering how old Jabari's supposed to be. Because, nigga, y'all look the same age, bro. I don't get it. But. He was like, um, yeah, I'm going to work with Carrie, too. We both going to talk to the students, blah, blah, blah. Then they go to fucking uh to class. Hold up, hold up. Before they went to class, Drew got into it with Monet about Kane. So Drew came late to the drop off or whatever. Monet was like, nigga, where you been? He like, fam, you got me doing too much, dog. I'm tired. I can't do everything Kane was doing plus my shit. Like, it don't work like that. And then Reek came to pick up his supply. The nigga Drew handed that nigga Reek like 92 bricks, dog. Oh, Reek look like nigga this ain't my order <laughs> yeah imagine going to pick up like a backpack full of pills and them niggas hand you 20 bricks nigga like oh, for a college campus nigga that's not Baltimore <laughs> what the fuck is you doing nigga but like as the dealer like talk to me about this change in supply nigga at minimum like let me know in advance you want me to start selling bricks of cocaine through course correct She's like, you said course correct. Like, nigga, that's not what they buy. Them, they're buying pills to stay up. And how, and how do I how do I let them know that we have a new product on course correct that you need to buy for, that's called crack? No, <laughs> I know we have a whole system in place where y'all know if you buying uppers or downers, but not you buying coke. So let me know if you need a. Them college kids don't even know how much coke they need, nigga. Shit was just weird. But she told them, look, 
after we killed DC Joe, the supplier Rico, he's asking questions, right? He bought the whole like DC Joe got shot and got robbed. He bought that story. But she like I just bought the website for a dollar. Boom, we in there. (laughs) We in there. This week in culture.com, nigga. Oh shit. Get ready. Um, so Monet, like, look, Rico bought the whole shit with DC Joe getting robbed, but he gonna keep asking questions if we don't sell this product. I guess I never realized that they stole the rest of the drugs off the truck when he dropped them off. Yeah. Which, okay, y'all made it look like a robbery. I get that. That makes sense. But nigga, now she like, nigga, we got to sell all the drugs so we can get him his money. Otherwise, he going to be on our head. First of all, Rico was played by uh, Jackie Long, who was fucking a uh, dog from ATL. I saw. Like, y'all just keep sliding. Uh, they just adding random actors. Bunch of C characters. Like, in. just get niggas on the show. Fuck. I feel like if we, like, tag Courtney enough, man, you can get on power. If I tag Courtney, I can definitely get on power. I mean, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> two bit word to two bit, nigga. <laughs> My nigga J bit. You know what I'm saying? You gonna be that nigga, little brother on the show? <laughs> she gonna get you a bum ass part, dog. All right, so <laughs> I just be in that bitch making weird faces and shit. Cause two bit that motherfucker makes some faces. <laughs> like that nigga make the creative player faces. Look so fucking confused. Two bit legitimately looked like a character off of uh San Andreas and shit. He looked like CJ. So look, <laughs> straight up puss CJ. <laughs> so Reek told Monet when she gave him the bricks, like yo. Stansfield too hot right now Like after that little murder and shit That whole cane setup, I can't get no bricks off nigga Yo listen uh, Monet and this Don't say his name She's like get the fuck out of here With this weak ass shit Like what do you mean I'ma say the word cane (laughs) Like we selling cane right now (laughs) (laughs) I can't say the product Nigga reek like Yo so what you want me to do With this coke Coke. (laughs) (laughs) Motherfucker it's cocaine Cane KD KD <laughs> I hope y'all understood what that is though. Oh man <laughs> <Y'all know. laughs> If you ain't see Menace you ain't see Menace um, So then Reek told her It was too hot up there and she was like I don't give a fuck use course correct Get these bricks off call me when you done nigga So then Reek leaves out And he called Tasha Tasha like Hold up is this the part where Tasha mentioned that do, 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 do. Oh, he told her about the expert witness shit. He was like, yo. Yo, what if somebody would have bought this website? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the way niggas be using culture, I'm actually shocked that it was available. Fam, do you. So listen, I bought so many websites that started with Clubhouse last week. It's mm-hmm. fucking ridiculous. It's fucking ridiculous. That's what was that one website? It was a website a few years. I mean, I it happens often. I own ClubhouseShareRoom.com. And I'm selling that shit to the shade room. Yeah. And you're gonna want it. That was like a hustle for a minute, like buying websites. Nigga. I own ClubhouseDateNight.com. Mm. Cause it be so many fucking rooms in there about dating shit. Clubhouseholes.com. Everything else is going. Yeah. It's a wrap. Like yeah. we was in a group on Clubhouse, by the yeah. way. <laughs> buying up all the fucking Clubhouse domains. That's funny um, as hell. But what's so crazy is like you can sell the domains on GoDaddy and shit, right? Mm-hmm. I'll just say, um, off the, I don't know, 100 bucks I spent, um, I'm up about 3800 If I just sold them niggas directly. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Easy money, dog. Easy fucking money, dog. I'm going to buy, uh, think of a website, and I'm going to buy 2bit.com, sell that shit to Courtney. 
Like, yo, you want Cordy this? and two bit sitting in a treat.com. <laughs> <laughs> so look, man, you know every week in Reeking Them class, the book they reading always relates to the show. So this week they're reading Frankenstein. Which was on Reek's chest when he woke up late. Yeah, yep. Good catch, by the way. Um, so they're reading Frankenstein and while they in class, they talking about Frankenstein's monsters. So Jabari gets into his bag. Um, oh, real quick. Did you catch that little mention when uh, Bruce Chandria and Lauren was going back and forth and then Bruce Chandria was like, nigga, we all got to work for our grades. He like you. And trying to set Lauren up to be the next carry out this motherfucker. Trying to get that. He want that TA for sure. Oh. If she get to fellowship, she fucking, nigga. He want that TNA. Oh, fucking for fellowships.com. I'm buying it. I'm buying it. Get that for me. Oh, you got the, the Knicks? Wow, I ain't even gonna do it on air because when I cough, they're gonna think we got the COVID. Um, but anyway, so they got to talking about Frankenstein, and and Jabari asked him if they noticed the racial undertones about Frankenstein's monster. <laughs> so Lauren you came. Ever read Frankenstein? Yes, I have not. Long time ago. Did you pick up any racial undertones? I did. Literally, I read that shit in like the eighth grade, so I wouldn't have been like thinking about racial undertone. It didn't really matter. But I get what they. What they meant with the Frankenstein basically representing white America and the monster representing black America. I get what they was trying to talk now, about. Now, um, I didn't get this superpower last week, but mm-hmm. I've had this superpower before. Nigga, I can make anything fucking racist. I mean, that's like, fact. That's <laughs> you know fact. what I'm saying? If they, if they listen to the pod, they know. Nigga, nigga I can make anything racist. But yeah. I don't know if the nigga who made... I don't know. I don't know that he in, intentionally had racism in mind with this book, but I see where the connections can be drawn. So... Um, Lauren, when Jabari brought it up, Lauren was like, I mean, yeah, you know, the monster represents black people, whatever she said. That nigga Jabari was like, mm, that's remedial. <laughs> that nigga hold her real quick. Like, yeah, but nah. That nigga was like, go deeper. Though. <laughs> like, like I, don't, I don't like you. So then Bruchandria came in and she started talking about the crime and punishment and, and that whole piece of the monster. And then they started getting into a conversation about the prison industrial system. She's ever going to get up. No, no. She sits in that chair and you will not see her butt ever. I mean, that's not necessarily what I was saying. <laughs> I, was, I was looking but for But no, her. she literally is at that desk all day. Like even when her, when when they went to her room. Oh, with the course correct drop off. She did, was she we heard her voice, but was she in the scene? I think her mama answered the door, didn't yeah. she? Yeah. Yeah. Light skin Keisha don't stand up, dog. It mm-hmm. ain't in her contract, nigga. You gotta sit down. We're not paying you to stand up. Um, so then she started talking about uh people failing and da 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 and they got into the prison part of shit and then Lauren's opinion was kind of like nigga bad people go to jail. Hey yo, Lauren was spitting facts by the way. She was like, "Yes, we get all this oppression shit the whole hey. nine yards." She's like, "But what about the niggas who still don't go to jail? Mm-hmm. What about the niggas who still don't drunk, don't 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 sell drugs, don't do this shit like cuz Bruchandria said if people are set up to fail, they just fucking fail. That's her quote. And Lauren was like, but everybody don't fail, though. I mean, like, that's a valid fucking Everybody point. don't fail. So you can't say we all set up to fail and we going to fail when everybody don't fucking fail. So they got into the back and forth. Lauren started talking about people who fucking do wrong, go to jail, and they deserve to go to jail. And so Reek took that offense. And that nigga Reek say, so my oh, you mean like my mom? Yes, nigga, your mama need to be in fucking jail. Nigga, your mom should be under the jail, first of all, nigga. Like, Reek still don't understand. Like, fam, you come from a crime family. Nigga, you don't understand your mama was busting it open in the back of the whip. Um, for your brother. 
in real life. Yo, your mom was busting up for your older brother, Sean. Now, Remember Sean? Your I mom get, got Sean killed, by the way. This is when I get frustrated with this show. Uh-huh. When they did all these flashbacks. Mm-hmm. Nigga, you killed your father because he cheated on your mom? Don't. Again. Like, in real life. You killed your nah. father because he cheated on your mom. Nah. You you won't come back to us. Like, nigga, what? Let's let's talk about this for a minute. If I'm Omari, don't flashback to me on this <laughs> show. I'ma just keep it a whole buck. Let don't me, flashback to me. Probably dog. get a check. No, no. I, I need more than a check. I need to know why the fuck I'm no longer on this show and y'all got this whole show as, centered around me. At some point, they're bringing that nigga back. No, at some point he coming with a tell all, and I'm reading that shit like he Corinne fucking Stephens. Like at some point they're gonna be like, all right, we 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 squoze every bit that we can, yeah. and then Ghost gonna come back like, huh, thought I was going, little nigga. Ghost gonna be in Cuba or some shit, nigga. I'm I don't. Somebody has to. I'm about to DM this nigga Omari right now, dog. I'm about to ask. This Explain nigga to me out. why you were the only person missing off this show. Like niggas made four different shows, and everybody got a job except you. What did you do, fam? I bet you Courtney probably tried to accost that nigga. He tried to get one bit. <laughs> Wait, that nigga said, hey, hey, hey I, just, I just wanted a little bit. I didn't. <laughs> one pot, two bit, three bit. I didn't want two bits. No. Nigga, I just wanted a little bit. Nigga. Now I'm about oh. to DM this nigga right now. Like, hey, Omari, got a question, nigga. Yes, I'm writing this message right now. How should I say it? Um, um, Yes, the neighbors do think. <laughs> hey, Omari, the neighbors really think you're ghosts. Um, um, our listeners <laughs> want to know. Our listeners from an intact this week in culture. Um, Facts in the message. Want to know what exactly you did to not be included in any of the twelve spinoffs? Everybody is on the show. Nigga, Paz made it to the show. Yeah. Like, Paz. Paz, dog. Angie fucking sister. You wasn't on power for real, nigga. Now you done been on this shit. Man. All right, so I said, look, our listeners from This Week in Culture want to know. And I said, what up, though, Omari? Because I had to Detroit him. Our listeners from This Week in Culture want to know why you're not involved in any of the spinoffs. Literally, they've created... A multiverse around you, and you the only one not here. A multiverse around ghosts, and you're the only one missing. Did Courtney propose the two-bit thing to you first? <laughs> I said you was the glue, my nigga. What happened? Uh, oh, matter of fact, the kids looked up. To, used to look up to you. What happened, nigga? All right. Really curious. Love the poems. <laughs> Signed the culture, nigga. All right. See if Omari hit me back. He ain't doing shit. I don't know why this nigga wouldn't hit me back. Yo, that candle's in his bag. It take about an hour. And then it really get in his oh, bag. Oh yeah, no, I'm smelling them all. All right. Anyway, back to power. So um Reek was like, yo, so you mean my fucking mother? You calling her a criminal? You said she deserved to be there. And Lauren, like, nah, that ain't what I meant, my nigga. And that's not what I meant. And that's also not what I said. Who says anything about your, your literally mama? didn't mention yo dumbass mama or them dumbass braids? Tasha, another one who hairline kind of. <laughs> yeah, her shit. But I got yelled at talking about her earlier in the year, so I'm not gonna say nothing. Why? The streets killed me when uh when she posted that picture and her hairline was way the fuck back. Oh, there. Uh, you remember that in real life? Yeah, you only could talk about the character. Yeah, yeah, I can't talk about Naturi. 
can only talk about Tasha. Y'all love it when it's Tasha. It's kind of like um, you. I can't see you in your bra and panties, but I can see you in your bathing suit. It's the same difference, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like yo, you can talk about the character, but not her. Like, nigga, we this the same person. What are you doing? So Reek was like, "Look, it's easy to judge the creature. Everyone thinks Frankenstein's monster is that way because of the way Frankenstein made him, but maybe it's because of the way Frankenstein treated him." And then I thought, like, "Oh, Reek, you trying to get deep?" And then you know they always try to draw from Reek's life with these little quotes and shit. But then I thought about it and I said, "Yo, well, Reek, your dad treated you like a fucking prince, nigga. He loved you and wanted the best for you and wanted you to get educated and go live a great life. You knew that when he talked to you, and you even knew that in the conversations that you overheard talking about you. We gonna get him into the dish. We gonna do this. This and he's gonna be set for life. Yeah, uh, like Reek, I, I I want you to go to the best schools, graduate with a three point five. <laughs> yeah, why you set my GPA so high, my nigga? <laughs> like, give me a three two. Why nigga me a three zero? Oh. <laughs> like, come on, bro. Like, let me let get me a, ask you a question. NCAA only required two five. Let me ask. What in your professional life uh-huh. has anybody ever asked your GPA in, in college? No. Do you no. do you think anyone has ever has anyone asked for your transcripts from college? Um, no. But I've needed transcripts in HR at some points, like certain jobs that I've worked. They required me to get them for the position I was hiring. Okay. But in in my life, no. Nobody's ever looked at a fucking transcript. I don't think that shit matters. I fam. really think that if you know what you're doing, you can lie your way into any job in the world. I think if you got if you put I got a BA yeah. from such and such in yeah. this year, I you know, I, I don't think they go. And like you. don't OD. Like say you got a fucking uh masters from Wayne State. Don't go uh masters from Harvard Business School. Like yeah. don't OD, nigga. But I feel like you can get away with murder out here right now because they don't check shit. And this is coming from a nigga in HR. I'm telling y'all, I'm not looking at shit. Like maybe you might get a fucking background check. But even then, eh, that's like contingent, dog. So y'all niggas could really get a job out here if you want one. Anywho, um, so after class, the nigga Reek leave out. He storms out. Lauren get mad. She like, man, Reek, I wasn't talking about your mom. I know she don't deserve it. If they ever find out that you don't work there and they fire you, now you can still put them niggas on your resume. <laughs> and go collect your unemployment. <laughs> done and done. <laughs> oh, you used to work at Chrysler for three years. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It was back and, office. Hey, guess what? For everybody who's getting fired for non-COVID related reasons, guess what? All you got to do is say COVID. Boom. Done. Nobody's going to question you, dog. Like, yo, man, you know how the economy got, man. Things got bad. They started laying off people, man. I, unfortunately, I was a part of that. I was caught up in that next wave. Oh, man, you made it through the year, but right at the end of 2020, they got you. Yeah, man. Whole time you got fired for doing drugs or some shit, nigga. Just a little tip from me to you. Anyway, the random search, dog. So they randomly searched Tasha's fucking cell. When they did that, I was very curious as to why they didn't go directly to Tasha's cell. Like, if y'all doing a random search on everybody, but the whole purpose is to find a cell phone in Tasha's room, why y'all ain't go straight to her shit? Why y'all go, like, in alphabetical order of the cells and shit? Because they do got to make it look like it was random. Yeah, but we searching everybody regardless, nigga, and we looking for Tasha. So they got to Tasha last. By the time they did that, a whole nother CO came to her uh, back at her cell and was like, yo, give me the burner. I'm the one that put it in here, nigga. Like, give me your shit. I'll bring you another one later. And Tasha, I'm like, nigga, you didn't have a choice. Why are you sitting there questioning this nigga? Like, yo, who are you? Bitch, give me the burner, please. Thank you. Show drunk ass on. I got dog. the burner. You know I got the burner. <laughs> 
<laughs> um, so sex was the whole reason they did the search anyway. He said he had reason to believe that she had a burner. Um, and if he could prove that he was going to be able to say that she was still running the drug organization from behind bars, which not a bad plan, but the democratic national nigga was like, yo, you can't just be doing shit like that. Cause one, you didn't find a burner. So now we didn't conducted a search for no fucking reason. We had no cause nigga. What the fuck? Sacks like, look, nigga, trust me. I'm trying to get to some shit. Whoa, whoa, whoa. The DNC nigga was like, you know what? Fuck that. So we called his mans and them, his little PI, and was like, yo, I need you to follow Sacks, nigga. Keep an eye on this nigga. Which I thought was actually a good idea that you should have been doing, nigga. Because Sack, fam, we still need to figure out how Sacks is the head of this fucking, the whole U.S. attorney, nigga. Like, how are you this nigga right now with all the illegal shit you've been a part of? But the DNC nigga had him follow Cole. Why are you so scared of the DNC nigga, though? I'm a U.S. Attorney General. Nigga, I will threaten you. Politics. Some politics, nigga. Hey, I'll get you, I'll get you put out. I'll get you fired, nigga. So then Carrie, um, Professor Milgram, she up in her office. She looking in the Zeke family. Dog. Now she all in, right? Zeke didn't told her enough about his background in the GTG shit. So now she Googling. Dog. So she found a picture from Zeke signing day. And on the back of the picture, it says Zeke, his cousins, his aunt Monet, his uncle upstate. Why the fuck is that on the back of this picture? Dog? Yo, fam. He not in the picture. It's 2020. Niggas is not printing out pictures. Also a fact. Right when when you was at CVS, writing on the back of these, labeling them. That shit ain't a, a Christmas photo. It's not getting printed. Fam. And even then, eh. Why is this shit labeled? And why did I write uncle not pictured upstate? Nigga, how do you even know his uncle, fam? Like, come on, dog. But she took that. She Googled his uncle. Google Lorenzo. From there, she Googled fucking uh, his connection or affiliation with GTG. She saw that the nigga wasn't in there. He wasn't gang gang, but he did have ties to the GTG shit. So now she all fucked up. Like, oh, my God, what is this nigga Zeke family about? While she researching, your man Jabari just bust in. Like, fuck it. He kicked the door in. Like, yo, what you doing? She like, fam, nigga, I'm doing some research, da-da-da. He like, you heard anything from your students? She like, nah. He see the picture, and he realized that Zeke was standing next to Drew in the picture. Then he remembered, oh, shit, Drew was that nigga that fucking Reek met up with at the motel in the Bronx. I think Jabari got to get killed. Like, that's my my next prediction. Uh, somebody got an off old boy because he getting a little too close for comfort, man. Like, nigga, you playing with some shit that you don't know nothing about. You don't know shit about, dog. And uh, speaking of Drew, so Drew went to go see Kane. Kane all up in the GTG warehouse. They kicking it and shit. They having a little party. Drew like, my nigga, why you take our corner boys, dog? Why he grab his hand like that? That was wild. <laughs> and he walked him back like, yeah. nigga, we not know. Kane snatched his arm back like, like um, get my fucking arm, nigga. Why'd you grab, don't grab my hand like that. That nigga was like, dog, why you take our fucking corner boys? Like, you fucking with the whole, like, shit. And that nigga was like, look, Rico bought the whole weed. We don't know what happened to DC Joe. He got robbed shit, but... Fam, if he come down here to make this next drop personally and we don't have no fucking, we don't have no corner boys, nigga. Nobody's going to sell the dope. He ain't going to buy this shit. You fucking with Monet money. Kane straight up said it. Fuck Monet and fuck Lorenzo, nigga. So let's do this together. 
Yeah, and that nigga was like, bro, this our time. Which I was like, Rand, is it? Is it you and Drew time, really? But he was like, look, man, me and you can get the product directly from Rico. We don't need Monet, we don't need Lorenzo. We can do our own thing, dog. Then Drew seen Lil Guap walk by him. Guap was like, what up, Drew? Drew asked a valid-ass question. Why is that nigga still breathing? Because you left him still breathing before you got fell out with Monet for the last time. Facts. Before she excommunicated you, you still left that nigga out. And he said because he's loyal. Fam. Nigga, what? My nigga, he loyal to GTG. Fam, what is he, he loyal to you? What has he done for you? My nigga, he almost tried to kill your cousin or ruin your cousin's career. And was would have shot your brother. Nigga, last night. Fam. Like, you, this was like yesterday. And that nigga say, because he's loyal. Nigga, <laughs> to who? And he was like, Drew, look, nigga. You either with me or against me. Nigga, what? You ain't even gang. You're literally not in GTG or our gang, nigga. Right now, you just out here dangling, dog. Like, you need a crew, not us, nigga. Don't fuck this up, dog. So then, Monet, <laughs> Drew go back to report all this shit to Monet. She say, look, you should have shot everybody in that motherfucker. And Drew like, nigga, you wanted me to shoot Kane, dog? Like, my brother? I wasn't going to shoot him. She was like, no, nah, nigga, Kane, Lil Guap, all them bitches. Oh, did you peep old girl and Lil Guap talking in the background? When uh, Drew and Kane, mm-hmm. I'm like, Kane, you talking about this nigga loyal the whole time. He back there listening to whatever the fuck you and Drew arguing about setting you up. But um, Monet was like, look, you should have shot everybody in that bitch. And you're going to have to step up and run shit. That nigga Drew was like, fam, I don't want to run shit. What if I want to do something outside of this? She was like, look, I want it more for you, too. But that's long gone now. <laughs> Yo, she the worst mom in the world. Is she worse than Tasha as a mom? Facts. Because she never even loved them niggas Man. at all. It's always been about business with yeah. them, which is fucked up. Because you don't care about the family business, you care at about all, being taken care of, right? At all. So your whole idea is to get money, and you don't even like Zeke. She don't like nobody. Zeke is just there to ensure that you don't never have to work for a living. She was talking to Zeke crazy as fuck too, dog. And but Zeke would talk to her like this. I guess I'm just gonna have to tell her about all this guns and shit. Like yeah. nigga, what? That nigga Zeke say, I think I'm going to have to say what I know. <laughs> Boy, I will shoot your retarded ass in the face, nigga. <laughs> like, nigga, Get what? Get the fuck on, dog. But, I mean, but he was saying it like this. Like, <laughs> what's wrong? What's this voice you doing? Yeah, look at Zeke. <laughs> that nigga look dumb as fuck. That nigga said, I should tell them what I know. <laughs> the fuck do you know, nigga? Zeke the worst nigga in America, dog. And I bet he Because if they find out that I got jumped and then the da 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 Yo, so like, I just, I had to pull this up. There's this fucking shit on Facebook about Monet. <laughs> and it said, Monet kids. Hey, Ma, you ate breakfast? Monet, do it look like I eat damn breakfast? That's y'all motherfucking problem around here, eating like the plate already made. Go sell this shit. Get the fuck out my face. Like, why are you so aggressive to your kids, dog? Don't say breakfast around here no more. <laughs> we don't acknowledge breakfast. <laughs> Oh, fuck. You motherfuckers act like I don't know about lunch and dinner. <laughs> like, <laughs> so then uh, Diana was like, look, if Rico find out that we don't have no dealers to move the product, it's going to be a problem. Is there a clubhouse group that talks about who's on the corners or some <laughs> shit? Like, is there like a, a, a bulletin board? Is there like, I don't understand. I mean, he might just be able to ride through Queens and realize ain't nobody outside. <laughs> So Monet was like, look, as long as Tariq moved them bricks, we good. We could still pay Rico on time. We'd be straight. And Diana say, um, 
are we sure we like got enough bricks to pay this nigga dog? She was like, look, I don't fucking know, nigga. Fuck you. Go upstairs with your widow's peak. I hate her little her little vampire peak. Her count, count Dracula. Yeah, that shit bothers me. Have one, two, three bricks. <laughs> <laughs> three. Oh shit. So then um Tasha was talking to Davis. Davis went down there. He telling her, yo, you cannot get transferred. She was asking for a transfer because she got illegally searched or whatever. She like, I want to go to another fucking jail. He like, fam, all that's going to do is delay the process. You about to get out of here real soon. She was like, oh, word, do that got anything to do with that expert witness Reek told me about? Reek, running your fucking mouth, talking about shit you shouldn't be talking about. That was good, though. Yeah. I mean, is it? Yeah. Because that conversation led to the conversation with the other lawyer because he... Davis thought it was Dr. Epiphany such and like nigga, they ain't no fucking doctor. That's a stripper. No, Davis told her that it was Dr. Epiphany to keep Paula off the shit. Yeah. He know Epiphany a stripper. I know, but yeah, what yeah. I'm saying is that helped uncover the fact yeah, that yeah, yeah. Davis was now now Reek know that Davis is running a scam. Yeah. Everybody knows that Davis is up to some bullshit. Yeah. But if 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 So Paula kind of looked at Tasha like, nigga. Expert witness shit is kind of we don't I don't know what's going on. So Tasha called Paula back up there by herself, like, "Yo, what the fuck is going on, nigga? You lied to me." And she like, "Oh, what you mean? I lied." She was like, "Fam, I know you fucking Davis." God damn, how did you know that, Tasha? You know what it's like to be the little side, huh? <laughs> so she like, "Look, I know you fucking Davis. I know that nigga lying." She was like, "Tell me about this expert witness." Paula was like, "Yo, her name is Doctor Epiphany Turner." <laughs> Tasha say. Bitch, Epiphany is stripper. <laughs> that might have been my favorite part of the episode, nigga, because Tasha looked disgusted. Like, wait, what? So then they got to going back and forth. Tasha got into I don't know how she found a way to bring up Angie every time she talked about anything. She was like, I mean, you lying for Davis? That's just like Angie used to lie for my husband. Hell, I used to lie for him. Even when I found out he was having an affair, I still lie for him. Well, bitch, you should have sent him to jail. If you fucking mad, let it go. You fuck Sean. I'm never letting that go over. Never. Mainly because I just watched season two. So I saw her seduce this young nigga and get him killed. Uh, rest in peace, Sean. He was a whole ass nigga, though. Um, but then she told Paula, like, look, dog, I don't know what the fuck going on, but Epiphany ain't no goddamn doctor and she definitely don't need to be a witness. Paula told her, like, look, man, maybe he want her to fucking say something about Tariq. And that's when Tasha started putting two and two together. I got to have Reek kill Epiphany, which I think was a gross, like, overplay. Like, you don't even know what's going on. What y'all don't know is this wasn't even, like, Davis witness. Like, when y'all got to all this but shit. But that's the issue, though. Yeah. Because they... Yeah. They don't know that Reek getting played, but I'm like, sending Reek to go kill her, nigga? Not the answer, bro. Reek didn't kill two niggas that you and Ghost but had to fucking put away. Oh, girl told Tasha, though, basically. She was like, that's not our witness. That's such and such. Yeah, yeah, that's Sack's witness. Well, she was like, well, why is... Yeah, and old girl was like, maybe he getting him up on the stand. The fuck, you getting played? She told her straight up, you getting played. This ain't a witness. But going, sending Reek to go kill her ain't the answer, dog. It's just not Reek. You don't even know that Reek really know what he's doing. When Reek killed uh, old boy, if she would have testified, it'd have been over for Reek. Facts, facts. But see, you know what the problem is though with this whole season? They don't fucking talk. Facts. It's power, nigga. Nobody communicates, but. Tasha and Reek want the same shit, but different. Tasha don't want Reek to ever go to jail for nothing. 
Reek don't want Tasha to go to jail for killing his dad when he killed his dad. Y'all got to figure, one of y'all have to go to jail, nigga. Y'all not both going home and just chilling, dog. It don't work like that. Somebody going to have to take the charge. And right now, if I'm Reek, fam, if you would just let Tasha take the charge, think about it. You can finish school. You can stack all this money you're making instead of paying Davis 40K a week. And then you can get your inheritance once you graduate, nigga. Like, literally, Tasha might get out. Maybe she do, maybe she don't. I don't know, nigga. But what the fuck do you really need Tasha for at this point? Because once she get out, if you go in, I guarantee she not calling you a day on the burner. Like, why? So, Rick really want to be a drug dealer? Looks like it, man. He want to be Effie. Or just like, is he doing this shit now because he wanted to pay for... His mom's to get out, but like you, you, you wanted to be a drug dealer so bad, hey. aka you wanted the attention from your father so bad. Now your father's dead. Fim, this is what you want to do, and because you, you, you seem like to be smart enough to make money some other type of ways. Here's why I think he really want to do this shit, like career criminal type shit, because of that combo he had with Effie. He was like, man, you the only one that understand me, dog. Like, da da da. Like, I'm not, I'm not a monster, I swear. And Effie told that nigga straight up, like, nigga, the quicker you accept the fact that you are, like, nigga, you're a drug dealer, bro. You a murderer. You a drug dealer. You getting away with murder, literally. The quicker you accept that shit, the quicker your life would be smooth, dog. And right now, Reek don't want to accept the fact that, nigga, you are out here doing bullshit. You everything you mad at your dad for being, bro. Which is wild when you think about it. Like, that's a piece of irony for your ass. Like, nigga, all this shit, you got so mad at Ghost for living the life he living that you killed him. And then you went on to go live exactly the way that nigga was living. You got multiple hoes. You um, you selling drugs. You don't care about your little sister. Like, nigga, you're doing all the things. But you think because you trying to get your mom out of prison, you're doing something good. Like, no, nigga. You a fuck nigga, too. If Ghost a fuck nigga, you a fuck nigga. That's just what it is. But, um... Anyway, man, let's let's speed shit up. So, Saxon Davis went over to Epiphany Crib and went to go talk to her. Little P.I. nigga followed them, took pics, all that. They go to talk to Epiphany, and they basically telling her, yo, like, if you take the stand, it's going to help Tasha out. She don't really understand how, because she don't know she a pawn in their little game and shit. So, they like, yo, just take the stand, say this, say that you've seen Tariq working up there. Yeah, all these, all the, the, the witnesses that Davis have said or came up there, what they doing is playing this little game where. Plant the Tariq seed. All of them are basically saying, oh, Tariq knew this person. Mm-hmm. Oh, Tariq was there here. Tariq. And it seems so small and innocuous, but at the end of the day, he going to get up there and make his, oh, it was really Tariq, the son who yeah, ran this. Yeah. And, because he gets to say, hey, every witness came up here and said the same thing. Tasha was legit in whatever she was doing. I never seen her do nothing illegal. But I did see Tariq around that corner. I did see Tariq in the back room. I did. I don't know what was going on, but I seen Reek, though. When it got raided, Ghost didn't know Reek even worked there. Why do they think that video of Tariq is in a mission? Because he never of said guilt, on there. When he was at the cemetery? I don't know. All he said was, I had to do it. Yeah. What did you have to do? And I'm like, fam. He didn't say I shot you. He crying. He had a cemetery. His dad buried. Said I he had to cry. do it. He can cry. Had to do what? Maybe you had to tell that your tell that my dad was still cheating on my mom. I'm sorry. I never got that. Say apology. Like that doesn't Maybe say that he I had did to it. buy that Fendi coat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I ain't want to do it. I had to do it. 
Had to do it. Man. Had to get him. I had to get him. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know why they think that's an admission of guilt, but it's a weak-ass fucking um, video at best. But why does Sax think that Reek ain't going to just be like, fam, I saw you there too? Like, I don't get why Sax thinks that he can just get away with that. Hey, like, nigga, you was at the club the night my dad got killed. And uh, Tamika knows that you was there. My new attorney knows you was there. So, fuck is going down, dog. I might like Tamika, too. I like the way she came in at the end, dog. But we're going to get to that in a minute. So, anyway, they go over there. They talk to Epiphany. They tell her what's going down. Um, but the whole time, David's not telling Paula. So, the more Paula find out, like, all right, this nigga being shady, she's starting to get mad and shit. So, when they actually go to fucking court and Epiphany was supposed to show up, Tasha had already told Reek, like, yo, you got to take care of her the same way we took care of Slim. Yeah, I didn't kill Slim. It was a little weak, but because when I'm watching the episode, I literally was thinking, like, do she want this nigga Reek to kill her, dog? Because that felt a little steep. Like, damn, nigga, you want Reek? You didn't even want Reek selling dope, allegedly. Now you want him to go murder a bitch? Come on, dog. Mother of the year, man. Her and Monet neck and neck for mother of the year, nigga. They going for it. So Reek went over to see Epiphany. He was going to offer. Had the blicky and everything. Nigga kept upping it. And then putting it down, which was kind of weird. Like, nigga, she going to see you. He gave her all the money, though? <sighs> so he gave her, oh, let's get to the money he had. Um, Brayden had the bright idea, yo, campus is high. Why don't we call it Effie? Let's have Effie move all the way up at uh, Yale. She could probably sell this shit for even more. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So they went to go see Yale. Effie was mad at Reek, so Brayden set the meet up. They pull up. Effie get that nigga Reeked the money, gave him a kiss, told the nigga, yo, you got to accept the fact that you a monster. The quicker you do that. She was like, I accepted it the night I played you at show. I'm like, don't accept shit on my behalf. Nigga, don't do that. But she was like, look, quicker you do it. How you feel about Effie real quick? I, I don't know. I think the fact that we don't know who she getting dope from and who she worked for. I'm like, Reek, keep your head on the swivel, of, dog. Like, these a bunch of little-ass kids be, they're just Slinging be trusting, major weight. trusting a Majorly. lot of fucking work for it. Majorly, Wait. nigga. Um, I don't want Reek to get now, is Reek, too involved. But is Reek playing her? Is Reek being for real? Because when he had a conversation with his mom, he was like, how yeah. do I trust her? He said, get her to, to trust, trust you. you. And all these and conversations. This felt like, yo, let me let me let you in a little bit. And both and even last week, yeah. Both of those times, it's him explaining, yeah. yo, this is going on. And she's like, Oh, okay. She's trusting him. Cause this week he said to her, um, that nigga said, You the you. only one that get me, Effie. Which I'm like, mm, technically she is, but do you really feel like that or are you trying to get her to let her go? Well, she said, either you a really incredible liar or that's a half truth. Yeah. And she was like, I can't ever tell when you lying or not. She told him directly. I don't know when you, but I'm also looking at Effie like, bitch, sames, sames. I don't know when you full of shit. Like, I don't know when you lying or not, but I still feel like I know you. Yeah. So I'm going to do this. So she was like, I'm going to do this for you. She kissed that nigga real sultry like, and she took the book bag off him. She gave them the money. Then when he went to go see Epiphany, while he was trying to fucking set up the little play to um, hit Epiphany with the blicky. She was like, man, I don't even want to do this shit. Like, if I had enough money, I'd just run. And so Reek put the gun back, looked in his backpack at the 50 bands, and was like, fuck it, nigga, here, disappear. He did her like uh, Ghost did Holly when he gave her that backpack full of bread. So, will Reek, Reek, 
isn't so this is what I would do if I was Rick. Okay. I would go to Monet and team and say, Hey, look, I got a nigga pressing me for fifty K. Yeah. Um, he the one that helped me out in the pool. You know, they think he killed him. You know what I'm saying? I got a nigga pressing me for money, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I'm doing this shit for you. Um, send me a goon. Let's I'm gonna see them. I'm gonna I'm gonna meet him up. Yeah. Say I'm gonna give him this money. Then y'all pop out and kill that nigga. Please. We business partners. Y'all need me here for business. But yet and still, what you rather do is give away all the fucking money. Yeah. Low key re tried to kill himself. Mm. Like I don't if 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 well, that's what they wanted to make it seem. He's yeah. he's tired of all this shit. Um he Maybe he don't want to sell drugs for life. <laughs> like maybe he want a regular life. He tired of the yeah. shit. Um one half of it is like, yo, he telling his telling uh Tamika, like, I'm just gonna get on the stand and confess. Yeah. One, you don't need the Lord to do that. I don't Facts. know why you just And you just wasted a dollar now. Yeah. And the whole other, Arizona. And the other side is, nigga, I gave over I gave him all the money away to to, to uh Epiphany. Went back up into y'all bar and look you dead in your eye and say, Hey yo, I gave all your, money, your money away. Mm-hmm. Um I know I broke one of your rules. Do whatever you need to. I've hurt everybody I've loved him. He went through this whole little montage. Like, he's given up. To the third point, though, about potentially trying to kill himself, nigga, you ain't paid 2-Bit. So now you got 2-Bit who you owe money to, Monet who you owe money to. Both of them will kill you. Well, see, I I don't know how much money he got, though, because I'm pretty sure that was more than $50,000 worth of drugs. Yeah, you should have been. You you needed needed 50 50 for 2-Bit. So you probably gave up, you gave the yeah. money to two bit and you gave the money in Epiphany, but you didn't have any potentially. We don't know if you gave the money to two bit. Yeah, we do. Um, but you ain't give shit to Monet. Um, so the nigga went to go see Monet. He told her straight up, "Yo, I ain't got your bread, dog. I had to do something for my mother. Like I had to make a choice. My mom always come first. And at first, Monet looked like she understood. Like she did that little nod. Like, yeah, I get it." Then she just upped a strap out of nowhere. I'm like, whoa, fam, that was a bit aggressive. But one of the rules, nigga, don't come up short, period. Like, pay me when it's when it's time to pay up. So Diana and Drew sitting there like, yo, Monet, don't shoot him, dog. Like, he good for it. This first time he ever came up short, he'll get the money, whoop, whoop, whoop. Whole time, they don't realize Jackie Long pulling up with his hair braided, ready to shoot shit up. So, side note, um... Shout out to the team who picked the guns for this episode. Mm. Uh, they had the ARs, but they had this Trijicon MRO, this mm. site that's on the gun mm-hmm. that, I, that I really want to buy. Mm-hmm. And all of them had that bitch on there. I'm like, these niggas didn't skimp out. It was getting real. That shit cost $600. So they was sitting there, dog. Them niggas pulled up. Rico and his little gang, they was in two Yukons. They I'm pulled up. with my stimulus package, by the way. I mean, we getting the 600 How we ain't talk about the STEMI? They sending the six hundo through. What y'all know, nigga? What you gonna do? You gonna invest? You gonna get your girl a building? I'm either getting the um a new lens or yeah. that Trigicon MRO. You gotta buy a house. You gotta buy a house with that. Done it. You ain't gonna buy a, a business with that? You could. Fam, an LLC only costs twenty five like, dollars. I'll be like, these niggas don't even have an idea yet. Why are y'all forcing them to start businesses? Like like niggas starting to been running that motherfucker though. Fam, this <laughs> Like yo, y'all really, fam. The government gave y'all twelve hundred dollars. You didn't flip that and turn it into an investment. I hate all of them niggas. By the way, like I'll shoot the AR piece you was just talking about. I'll buy that bitch and shoot all these niggas with it. I just want to throw it out there. But them niggas pulled up. They come to the bar two tar- two trucks deep. 
And when they pulled up, Monet still got the gun on Reek. They heard the niggas pull up. Drew and Diana like, yo, Monet put the gun down. Rico outside right now. That's them pulling up. We see the headlights. Then they was like, wait, why them niggas ain't get out yet? And then it sounded like Friday when Craig and them was running, nigga. It ain't them niggas at that car. And they just start shooting, right? So they busting the fucking club up. They shooting. They got the ARs on everybody. They're hitting nobody. Um, Because apparently the AR can only get through them windows, nigga. Wasn't getting through them thin-ass walls, huh? And they... No, nah, it's probably not going through those cinder blocks. Um, but they was only they aiming even at, aiming they high was aiming or at the low. Glass. Yeah, they was aiming high in a motherfucker. Like fuck is wrong with Drew? Niggas is gonna duck. Drew and Monet up? kneel down. Reek snatched Diana to the ground. Everybody's safe. We all on the ground. Drew for no reason say, "Yo, I'm gonna go downstairs and get the piece." My nigga, how long you think they're gonna stay out here shooting? Let's just say you went to get a piece. It's two trucks and niggas with guns. You got one gun? You was coming back with one piece. And it's just me. I don't know. I've never sold major drugs. Um, only recreational. Where the gun that Monet was holding? Why don't <laughs> everybody upstairs have a gun right now? I nigga? don't need it, nigga. I, why do you need to go downstairs to get the gun, dog? I don't sell drugs and I got a gun. Fem, Jay <laughs> got the gun in the pot, nigga. <laughs> what y'all know? Like, I don't understand. Just in case the janitor come in here acting the fuck up, I don't, nigga, I don't fucking can go it. down, dog. I'm just they are in New York. Yeah, I, I, I would never live. I only live in free states. I wouldn't fam. live in New York or uh, Los Angeles. But and if you ran downstairs to get the piece and came back upstairs, you think they still gonna be there? Like, you think them niggas just gonna shoot all night, like for the rest of the night? Okay, so Drew dumbass stood up, tried to run, and got hit in the back immediately, nigga. One of the dumbest, most unnecessary shootings in the history of getting shot, dog. You literally was safe. Then the fucked up part, right after they shot him, they pulled off. He did a king yeah. um, going to get uh, Jada baby. Yeah. Like, fam, they was not aiming at that baby on that little bike. He was good. So Drew gets shot. Soon as he gets shot, they pull off because they was literally done. All them clips was empty. Then, of course, soon as they left, oh, Kane was on the way. So the whole time, Kane and the GTG nigga back at the warehouse, GTG nigga coming there with some supply. Kane like, damn, nigga, you found a supplier this quick? Dog was like, yeah, nigga, Rico hooked us up. And so Kane started going through the supply and realized this whole shipment is Monet shit. And GTG was like, or he was like, nigga, you stealing from my mom? He like, no, nah, nigga, Rico said he needed a new distro and he gave us this. I told him we was selling that nigga Kane like, dog, what the fuck? He trying to kill Monet. So Kane dips out. He called Monet 50 times. She don't pick up the phone because when you sell drugs, why would you answer the phone? Um, Then he pulled up right after Rico and them shot the Monet not out. a good leader at all. Monet not a good nothing. She not a good wife. Like, she not a good mom. Every episode, there's something that she, she in not a good real life co-wearer. she fucked up. Yeah, she fucks up every week, bro. But she finds a way to blame it on somebody else. Yeah. Um, So Kane pulled up. Ran in that bitch He like Ma what's going on Y'all straight Y'all straight Diana and Tariq Like nigga we good And he looked over He see Drew over there Shot He go over like Ma I told you This was gonna happen I warned you This would happen Wrong That's how you not Start the conversation While her son Out there bleeding Explaining how it's her fault Because she warned you Yeah Kane You should've held that So Monet up the strap On that nigga head Like look I'll shoot you In your motherfucking Dome piece But right now Help me get your brother In the car nigga They take Drew To the hospital 
he gonna make it. He just need a little surgery or whatever. And then Diana come outside blaming Kane. Like, yo, Kane, it's all your fault. So not her and, and Monet just jumping Kane with the, this your fault. Allegedly, they say, I don't know. The word of the streets clearly got back so soon that this happened because Kane uh, took all the corner boys. So she mm-hmm. saw that they they was weak they out was there. They was weak, yeah. How the fuck did you find that information out? I have no fucking clue, dog. But they told the nigga Kane. Well, Monet told Kane, you need to disappear forever, nigga. And if I see you again, I'm going to kill you myself. Then I'll just shoot you right now, my nigga. Fam, first of all, y'all seeing all this shit in front of the nurses. They just out there trying to smoke their cigarette. They living life. And y'all confessing to murders. Yo, this shit was weak to me. And Drew like, Ma, but what I do? I hated this scene. Or it came, not Drew. I hated this scene, dog. I didn't like it. Um, I didn't like the following scene either when he went to meet up with the cop. I didn't know who he was talking. I thought he was talking to uh, Reek. Yeah. When he called, I got, we got to meet We got to meet now. I'm he, thinking like, okay, maybe. I'm thinking he got a plan. But no, nah, he called the cop, nigga. And he like, bro, we got to kill Tariq tonight. Like, nigga, you still on this shit? Why you don't get that Reek is not your problem, bro? Nigga, one of your problems is literally you hanging with him, the GTG nigga. So here's the quote. Um, It's for the computer tech world, but security by obscurity is no security at all. Mm. Like, you think that you're safe just because someone, because now you don't have any competition, right? But the quote comes from, you think just because you're in a country, you don't need a lock on the door. Nigga, that, that, that's not security. At all. You know what I'm saying? That is, that is not security. Your hopes and dreams that, wow, if, if Reek is gone and now she needs someone else, then I'll be, I'll, then I'll be needed. Fam, that's not how it works. So what about the next nigga to come on who's smarter than you? Yeah. What about GTG? What, like, all your power is wrapped up in this family. If I kick you out the family, then what you gonna do? Like, you, that's not that. That is not and a way to thing, secure. Nigga, you're literally not. So you get kicked out your family, and you're not a part of GTG, and you done beat up and embarrassed the GTG leader like three times, dog. You legit don't have no friends. But he called the cop, nigga. Tell the cop, nigga, we got to kill Reek and get Reek out the way. The cop, nigga, was like, fam, with you out the way, and Drew shot. Reek ain't my problem no more, nigga. Like, Monet gonna need me more than ever, so I'm cool. I was cool with him getting shot because that was a fucking stupid thing to tell that nigga right to his face. It was a dumb thing to say. I also was cool with him getting shot because to this point, they haven't really proven him a necessary character. Like, who who the fuck you think you talking to? Like, he hasn't funneled enough information for me to understand why Monet fucking him other than she just want a Latin nigga. And her Latin nigga in prison and his conjugal visits is hard to come by. Wow. Monet hate black men. Wow, King. She hates cis black men. Wow, she don't like cis blacks. She likes cis Latinx. Yo, she don't like cisgender black males. That's why wow. she got rid of Kane. And the wow. only and the only reason that she liked Drew because Drew was from the LBGT. Oh wow, hold up, and she got rid of Kane, her darkest child. Wow, wow she a colorist and oh wow. shit, scary wow. fucking times. Wow. Child. Wow. The, the black man is always under attack. Nigga. Damn. And then one got a light skinned kid. Come on, man. Shit. You saved a light skinned kid life. Whole time your dark skinned kid begging for love. 
And don't like your dark skinned girl, your daughter either. You treat her like a whore. Wow. Damn. Wow. You think every time she wound around Reek, she fucking him. Damn. <laughs> Try to pimp her out to another wow. Latin nigga. Wow. Wow. First the episode. Latin uncle. Wow. Wow. We getting incestuous with the fucking racism. This shit is Come bad, on, man. man. Colorism goes deep. Yes, it does. It's levels. It's levels. Wow, Queen. Anyway, now that we've uncovered that. Um, oh, speaking of Diana though. Um, well, not necessarily Diana, but Diana Monet. So that scene when Zeke came over to the crib, Zeke was over there, Monet asking this nigga, like, what the fuck going on, dog? Like, what's up with you? He like, man, look, my my advisor, she told me I, I should probably say something to the police. Scary, right? Yeah, yeah, Miss Milgram. Um, Professor Milgram said that I can anonymously tell her what happened and she'll tell the cops and they won't know it was me. Monet was like, what's up with her? He was like, I mean, she my academic advisor, nigga. That's all. Monet, why are you this interested in where this nigga laying his dick down, dog? Tell that nigga, yo, you don't need to talk to her about this shit. She know the vibes. Like, hey. stop fucking that old bitch. And now she about to, now that old bitch trying to get you to talk to the police about hey. your fucking family? Boom. It could have been a straight up convo. You didn't need to pop up on Carrie and none of that. Because now you're making it hot. Monet well, no, emotional, she, dog. No, but she need to. Like, once she now I found out that you fucking my my one that you that he didn't get you some information already mm -hmm. that you gonna possibly that she already told the police. She don't Monet don't know that portion right now. Yeah. Now I got dirt on you. So now I got a blackmail. You shut the fuck up about my 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 nephew nephew mm -hmm. or I'm out with all this information that you fucking the kid on on, on on campus. But Monet don't technically have no proof. She know it and she got her little auntie's intuition. But other than Diana saying, oh, I seen this little note card in Tariq backpack. The proof was when she got up there and said, you fucking my son. Well, yeah. And, I mean, my, and, and she didn't say, no, I'm not. She was like, uh, what do you want me to do? Yeah, Carrie didn't deny it. So, um, But prior to that, Monet was just up there flexing. Nigga. But you know the vibes. When I, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know the vibes. My thing is, though, tell your fucking shit. nephew what it is. Like, yeah, all right, we keep Zeke away from this part of the business. But Zeke know the family business. He my probably, nigga, you don't need to talk to the fucking cops about shit that happened. You'll be good. Yeah, he probably know the business, but don't know the business. Like on some plausible deniability shit. We never gonna talk Facts. to you specifically. Facts. We don't talk business in front of him. Like you come on family. You we you know got an idea yeah. that niggas in the streets, but but what she did say, um, and this is really where I think she fucked up with Zeke when she was like, "I should have checked on you." Fam, a nigga just tried to shoot me in the knee last two nights ago or last night or yeah, whatever. Last night, like, yeah, you should have checked on me, dog. Like, because if your whole plan is for me to go to the league and make millions, well, look, I got shit to do. Nah, this nigga's nigga. trying to. We got nah. we got shipments coming nah. in from this. We got a fucking dead body here. Nah. We got like, and again, going shit. back to that shit we talked about earlier with Kane, that nigga need to be dead. The nigga that tried to shoot me in the knee need to be dead. And the fact that none of that is handled, because fuck, oh, Kane. Killed the mother too So he, no you go You or Drew go Kill this nigga So if I'm Zeke I'm a little irritated With Monet too But I think Monet Could have kept it a buck With him and just been like Fam you don't need to be Talking to no cops dog Like she kind of played Like you want to spend a night I'll make you some shrimp Like I get that but like Nigga you too fucking Oh you know you shouldn't be Talking to I don't have to tell well, you Don't 29. talk about He a 29 year old fresh Like nigga you know You're not supposed to be Talking to the fucking cops Nigga cause you know it Cause you yeah. told me yeah. That you shouldn't Because I can do it anonymously. Like Come on, when, man. Stop when he playing. told Monet, maybe I should tell them what I know, I thought Zeke might get killed. It was a minute where I was like, Zeke might get popped. Better up that fucking strap. Dog, the way she upped it on uh, Reek. Hey, Reek, Zeke, nigga, mama there, P there, C there. <laughs>
nigga. <laughs> so anyway, fast forward, came met up with the cop, nigga, told him all that shit. The cop, nigga, got fucking bout it, said, yo, Monet need me now more than ever, so fuck you, nigga. And then when Zeke tried to, or uh, Kane tried to reach, the Kane pulled his, or a cop nigga pulled his shit and was like, yo, nigga, as soon as you pull it, I'm going to off you. And I don't even need a reason. So Sock that nigga dead in this shit like a little bitch that he is. Kane punched that nigga, dog. Dog dropped a gun. Kane picked that shit up, shot boy, twice in the chest. So now Kane got a cop body on him. He officially on the run at this point. Who knows Granted, I imagine wherever they met up, if the cop was cool meeting up there, ain't no cameras and shit. Yeah, the cop, he a dirty cop. So yeah. he ain't tell nobody. Filthy ass cop. But Kane really, all right, now you done killed your mama little side hoe. Who may or may not have been helpful Kane in funneling some info. Nowhere. He the muscle. Kane ain't got nowhere to go, though. Kane the muscle, though. He yeah. took the corner boys. Like, they fuck with him. Ain't nobody scared of Monet. What's Monet, a nigga is, who was dropping off a package, almost stabbed you and raped you. Nigga, we just, right at the beginning of the pod, talked about 10 ways the GTG nigga could have got Kane. Kane might be the muscle, but he'd move dumb. What I'm saying is. He out here available to get popped. What I'm saying is. Monet, who you gonna send after Kane? If you on some, I'm gonna do it myself shit, nigga. He knocked your dumb ass down by mistake, by moving his arm with the little shoulder. Ain't nobody jiggle. scared of you. He shimmied on her and she fell. Man. When 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 they came to the to the restaurant or whatever, be like, why you here? Where Kane at? That nigga took a knife was about to. Well, like we gonna make another arrangement. That nigga was yeah. about to take the yeah. box. The streets is and beat her Monet up. They might need to kill that nigga herself because right now the streets is scared of Kane, not her. Nigga, Kane she chop, need a body. Kane chops up bodies. Like For you no need reason. to be, you need to be afraid of that nigga. For no reason. She dog. don't got no fucking muscle. She gonna get some corner boys. She gotta kill that nigga herself. She gotta do it. And the way Kane move, he an easy hit. He an easy hit. That nigga move stupid as fuck. I don't know that he's easy to kill. Now he not the smartest nigga, but like if GTG was, nigga could have popped that nigga dead in the head, bro. GT nigga is he GT just scared. G nigga is scared of scared out of his fucking. He's mind. scared of his fucking mind, dog. But uh, you seen what happened when he wanted to kill them niggas? He cut the lights out. Like he 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 lay his murder game down quite well. So to like, to Rob Silver's point in his voice note, the correlation between Kane and Kanan. You remember, at least for that season two and season three before shit kind of got off the off the rails. Kanan was moving very crafty out here. When he first got out, he like slowly but surely brought Tommy in. You remember he killed Rolla little brother and made that shit. Like, this is how we taking over the blocks. We gonna kill Rolla little brother and then move my gang in. Like, Kane was very, or Kanan was very crafty with his shit. Do you see Kane becoming that way maybe next season? Um, I don't see the, well, the only, I don't see the correlation because Kane is doing this shit out of love. A lack of love. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He loved his mom and his family so much he would do all that shit. And now he's trying to prove himself to mom. Like, yo, I'm 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 down. And then she still rejected him. Yeah. Now he might get in this evil bag and then be on some cane and shit. So, you know, it might be. And um to the point that they were trying to make about Reek and Frankenstein, I actually think if anything, we see more of that Frankenstein's monster correlation with Kane. And his mama He nigga. kept saying it Nigga you made me this way He and told Drew He literally Drew, said it He told Drew Nigga I'm the, I'm the way I'm exactly made who made, Monet wanted me to be That's what he said And when Reek said Yo maybe it ain't about Nigga How he made him But it's about how he treated him Monet treat Kane like shit Treat all her kids like shit All of them Yeah Like and a dictator Man 
And unfortunately, and like, that shit ain't gonna work when you're dealing with a nigga that's also psychotic. When you're dealing with a dictator, like that shit don't work. Nigga, love works. Facts. Like when somebody when when somebody go into the trenches for you and do things for you, like, oh, this motherfucker got my back, I'll do anything for them. Yeah. I'm not about to do anything from a nigga I fear. Like, no, that's not how it works. Nigga, I posted on the gram earlier, dog. Um, let me find this shit. Said, learn your partner's love language. You buying thousand dollar bags and all she want is a hug. And all Kane want is a hug, dog. Learn your child love language. Learn your children's love language. Learn your your families. Let everybody in your life learn how they like to be loved, dog. Cause you getting this nigga Kane the dog ass um black leather Louis coats, which was hard as fuck. But nigga, he just want to know that like you love him and you feel like he's a part of the family. And he's useful to you. That's it. He don't want shit else. He'll act right if you showed him some love. He'll do whatever you want. But now, it might be too little too late. Because now, I, I think that nigga's officially gone, bro. Nigga, take a leadership class or something. Shit. And nah, she what can't. She just mean. She ain't let nobody go to college. You mean for no reason. You see what happened when Diana tried to go to college? She ain't no class. She about rigid as and and as stiff as her as dance wigs. moves. Oh. <laughs> that she been doing since 93. Hey, the Mary J dances is hard, dog. Um, so anyway, man, they get you know, fucking high. Uh, I can't unsee this. Shout out to uh Cheyenne. What? Um, and the it's the ladies' night video. Uh-huh. Uh Mary J crashed the video. If you watch that video Oh, when she come up there with the wrong colors on and shit, she ain't have on the right fit. None she's of that the shit. only person in the entire video that's yeah. not matching. And yep. she just doing random dancing yep. over to the side. Yep. I can't unsee it now. Yeah. Like watch that ladies' night. Yeah. By the way, it's not even called Ladies Night, by the way. But What's the shit called? The name of that song is not Ladies Night, but uh, it's fucking wild. Oh, no, nah, we looking this up now. Um, it's called um, Not Tonight. Not Tonight. Get the fuck out of here. Rest in peace, Left Eye. <laughs> they gave Angie Mara verse. Shout out to them for that. <laughs> Angie used to be rapping. Angie was fucking Nokia, nigga. She got a child by Nokia. I know. And now Nokia got a purple mohawk. Uh, like, stop giving these niggas pussy, man. Anyway. Um <laughs> So look, dog, Epiphany never showed up to court. Tasha thought Reed killed her the whole time. He sent her away. Um, but when she didn't show up, Saxon Davis took a recess. They went and argued in the bathroom. Sax told Davis he was a whole ass nigga. He was like, I know you set me up because Paula, I seen the jail records. Paula Yo, told Tasha about this shit. To be honest, on the recap of this episode, it's not as good as I thought it was. Mm. <laughs> so I'll say this it wasn't as fluid as like, it was choppy. Or it's, I'm My irritated. notes is choppy. Like, I'm irritated by a lot of the shit that's going on. I don't, it's not like bad though. Yeah. It's just a bunch of dumb shit. Straight woods. And they straight um, so we back down to the three, not the three and a half. But they also spent a lot of time doing shit that it was just like, yeah. I don't understand the reeks lie, not lie, halfway lie with um white boy. Oh, with Brayden, uh, yeah. Like it don't so make sense. So he told Brayden, he was like, I right, yeah, your girl ain't try to fuck me, but she did drug me though. And then he was like, I caught her going through shit. Like why? I think What's she the doing it for her that? uncle. And the nigga was like, who's our uncle? He like, oh, it's fucking U.S. attorney, blah, blah, blah. And the nigga Braden was like, oh, shit, this is crazy. Like, I ain't know that was our uncle. I seen her his picture up at her crib, da, da, da. And it's like, nigga, you know you could have been told him that. Like, why did you hold that? 
You should have told him that as soon as you saw Sax come in court. It bro. doesn't make sense. There's nothing about this that makes sense. Nigga, when she drugged you and you realize now granted, Rick can't realize it until a couple weeks ago when she said sorry about that night. Nigga, tell Brayden immediately, bro. It don't make sense. And it will never there's nothing that's gonna happen in this in this series that's yeah. gonna make that make sense. Yeah. It doesn't I don't get make why sense. he held that. And then um like where so Trace, Brayden's brother, like, so he's just out the rest of the seat. Like where where are these characters at? Yeah, where yeah. is where is uh Stern's gay boy gay husband? Gay husband, yeah. Like where's Stern? Like none of this shit makes sense. <laughs> it's, it's funny that we both said Stern gay husband when Stern having a husband would imply that they gay. <laughs> but it's just funny yeah. that we immediately went to that. Oh man, shout out to the LGBTQ plus uh, minus parentheses exclamation point. I'm about to say <laughs> something like. <laughs> Hey man, <laughs> hey, this is the part of the pot. Anyway, um, <laughs> y'all don't know what be happening over here, man. Uh, oh, so look, so Sax was like, "Yo, Davis, you old ass nigga, y'all set me up. I know you and Paula fucking told Why Tasha." Why won't Davis say anything back? He just be letting like, Sax is, talk it's, to him it's crazy. Ir- it's, I'm getting irritated again because, like, yo, I knew, like, bitch, I ain't lie. Like, what are you talking about? I didn't know. But then when he went out there to talk to Paula, she, like, here's the thing, dog. You mad now because Tasha reminded you you was the side chick? Now you so mad that you quit and you want to out this nigga and fuck his whole play up? Because you lied to me. You've lied to the clients for all, but but now you lied to me. Now you didn't. Like, you've never not told me. Like, fam, I don't have to. You work for me. I have to tell you everything. And if you don't want to be the side chick, stop coming to the hotel, nigga. But if you're going to come, I'm being real. You want to come to my hotel? <laughs> we got room keys. Room key. Oh, yeah, we can't see that. So, no, I know. Like, <laughs> what night was that? Saturday. Uh, oh, we, I was at a little at a little get together, a little game night and shit. We had the radio going, whatever. Some R came on, man. And, um, just that gonna say it, man. That nigga know how to ruin a good thing, you know, because uh, that nigga R got, <laughs> I got hits, dog. He a nasty nigga, but he got hits, man. TP 2000, my nigga. Nigga, TP. I mean, come on. I mean, nigga. But, but, Chocolate factory, man. I got joints, dog. Really, I wanna come to my hotel. We got room keys. Um, yeah, but we off that. That wasn't even our song. That was Cassidy's song. Don't cancel us, nigga. Where Cassidy at? Battling, getting killed. Cassidy out here? He really not. (laughs) That nigga really not. Anyway, um, so then Paula quit. Paula just fucking up and quit. Yo, I hate being a side chick. I hate that you lied to me. I'm out. Fuck Show you. Showed Reek the video of him confessing. Showed Reek the fucking video. That she found on David's computer yeah. hidden away after she realized that she was going to quit. So. I feel like, nigga, just chain of custody alone, that video ain't admissible. Well, she said it was in- inadmissible, but still. Like, and she was like, look, I don't know what Davis and Sachs doing, but they setting you up. They going to put you on the stand, and they trying to get you for your daddy murder, nigga. And immediately... Rick goes into I want to turn myself in mode. Nigga, yeah. you got the upper hand well, now. Well, she told the nigga, you need to get a lawyer and it can't be Davis because it'll be a conflict of interest. So he goes into fucking old shit mode. She served that nigga the subpoena. He called Tamika. Him and Tamika meet up. She read the subpoena. She say, oh, Sax trying to get you fucked up. She said, give me a dollar. Nigga handed her a dollar. He low-key, t- and, and I'm sorry, this is... Oh. 
this happened before that. Um, but he gave him a dollar, yep. asked if you killed your dad. Boom. He confessed. I killed my dad. Yep. Second time he did this this episode. Cause Mary J don't lose, she don't miss out on shit. She pick up all the vibes, the whole nine yards. Yeah. So when that nigga was going through this little soliloquy about um, I kill. I mean, I, I destroy everybody who 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 loves me and blah blah blah. Even my dad. It was too late. She's like, "What you say about your daddy?" Like, yeah, boom. She already yeah. know that you didn't kill your dad. Like, yeah. little motherfucker, yep. you dangerous. Everybody. Anytime somebody come around you, they end up dead. She said that earlier in the episode. I mean, yeah. earlier in this, earlier in the, in the season. season. Yep. So, um, and we know told, this about Reek now. He didn't told two niggas this season that I didn't kill my dad. This episode, fuck that. Yeah. Like, Reconfessing the shit out this murder and nobody listening. Um, oh shit, John Morant got hurt. God damn it! Not my young nigga. He fucked his leg up good. I don't know what happened, but um, yeah, man, reconfess the shit out this murder, dog. You know what's kind of pissing me off, dog? Going back to to the lack of involvement with Ghost and just kind of them saying "fuck you, Omari." We running with this whole story. Now, even what we was just talking about, reeked and confessed twice to this murder and nobody even gives a fuck. Nigga, they treating ghosts like he just a really not shit character. He gave y'all six seasons of leading this fucking show. So how long can this shit work, though? Dog. So if when Tasha... When she get off. Get off. Mm-hmm. Now is all the next episodes about how do we paint this on Tariq or like do we just go on with Tariq now just... Like, what's the storyline then? Yeah. Because um, here's one thing. I said it at the beginning of the season. I said if Tasha's in jail this whole season, it, it could be bad. I'm cool with I'll walk it jail. back. It ain't been as bad as I anticipated it, but I didn't need her to be in jail. Because they don't really focus on Tasha that much I think for be, her being in jail to matter. I think this show would be horrible if she was out and had to interact. Well, if they was, if she, that was my whole concern is her being a part of the show majorly from jail. But she ain't been a major part, so it ain't mattered. If she get out and Reek go in, nigga, Reek is nothing in jail. Reek wouldn't survive 20 minutes in jail, nigga. It'd be over. He not, he's still not street smart. He got to call his mom for every play, dog. Like, it's really weird how this nigga acts, bro. But on the flip side, I don't even think they can have Reek go to jail, dog. The video ain't admissible. Y'all don't have shit. O- okay, now Davis and Sachs know 100% he killed his dad. Dude. And what y'all going to do with that? Nigga, that video didn't say I killed my dad. Eh, they running with it. Everybody know. Everybody know. You take them two. You take Tamika. You take Paula. Prove five me. people know that Reed killed his daddy. Prove to me that I was there that night. Four out of the five is attorneys. So if you prove to me that I was there that night, the only person who can prove that I was there right night is Sax. And now, Sax, you got to admit that you was there right that yeah. night. And if that's going to be the play. And then it's, then it's like, yo, Sax, why didn't you say you was there before? Sax has to get fired. Yeah. Then if they say Reek, why didn't you say you was there before? It was like, because nobody ever asked me if I was there before. Yeah. I wasn't hiding it. Y'all didn't ask me. But you, as a, a prosecuting attorney, you got to disclose that information. I'm just a civilian. Yeah. I think the fact that four out of the five niggas who know Reek kill ghosts are attorneys. Like, I don't see how this goes well for Reek. But on the flip side... To your point, don't nobody got enough direct proof. The only thing y'all got that could kind of be maybe an admission of guilt is fucking nigga a video where he just say I had to do it. What's the motive for him to kill his dad? Nigga, even the motive he had wasn't enough in our opinion. In real life, but like, oh shit, because 
millions of kids get it's a lot of divorces every year because yeah. somebody cheated and they don't go like that can't be the, the the how do you prove that i killed my father yeah i um other than reek getting on the stand and confessing I don't really know how they get this nigga for ghost murder. But on the flip side, I don't like how they just casually talk about ghost murder. I'm just not a fan of it, dog. They just, oh, that nigga killed his dad. What else he do? Like, that's how they, that's the vibe they give me. I don't like it, bro. But uh, was him and Tamika meeting up? Was that the last scene? You yeah. met where? Okay. So thoughts on the finale, dog. What you what you think going to happen? Or what are you hoping happens for them oh, to close the season? Out? I watched that little preview shit. Um, I guess somehow... Kane is gonna be a centerpiece, and they are gonna need Kane to fix everything. Mm. Um, Tasha and whatever that nigga name in prison uh, was like. Oh, Lorenzo. Yeah. First, he was the problem, but now he's the answer. It was never he would the Tariq was never the problem. Facts, though he could be the answer. But I think um, Kane is gonna end up saving the day. Um, it's gonna be some twists and turns on the on the on the stand. Uh, what you think about Reek wearing the burgundy suit? Yeah, I saw to trial. That's I mean, I don't, I have no idea what they're about to do because that like the writing hasn't been quote unquote conventional. Yeah, so I literally have no idea. I'll be watching. I'll be anticipating. Definitely um, anticipating it, man. This um, might be the first episode I've been. I'm literally waiting for midnight to watch. Yeah, other ones kind of been like, all right, I watch it, catch it when we catch it. Um, I hope. I don't know that they're going to, but I hope that they clear up Two Bits' purpose just a little bit. Give me something with this niggas, because right now y'all gotta address the fact that Reek didn't pay this nigga when he told him I need fifty k. We don't know. That he paid him or not. We don't know if he paid him or not, but we didn't see him pay him. So I'm I'm gonna move with the assumption he ain't pay him. If two bit is the nigga y'all been trying to get Reek to believe two bit is, you can't just not pay me, bro. That ain't how this goes, nigga. Especially when I saved your life. Now you owe me, owe me. Kill this nigga. So two bit gotta he gotta be somebody. And I need to see um I need to see more out of Effie, dog. And I wouldn't have thought that I would say that, but here's why. Whatever little relationship they building with her and Reek these last two episodes, y'all ain't got fam. Effie literally just sold all that nigga bricks for him. Well, she bought them. I don't give she a fuck. She bought them. Sell them. She bought them. But it's like, yo, nigga, you have a supplier. This ain't disrupt yo. You know what I'm saying? Like you just now you just got mad weight up there, nigga. Can you get all that off? Like what's your supplier saying? Did you have your re? Where you get that money from to give to Reek and not your supplier? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just wondering how deep they going to go with this shit. Um, and the fact that you went up there and split that fucking bread with Reek. Like, it's just like, all right, y'all got her 10 steps deep in the Reek drug dealing in these last two episodes. Whereas his other two love interests don't know shit about it. Um, Lauren is literally Angie from season one. She has zero clue what this nigga's involved in. Diana, again, she need her mama permission to tongue kiss this nigga. It's not going to work. But I don't know. I just want to see more with. I feel like now they didn't waste a little time on like the Diana Reek love interest. I would have rather seen whatever he doing with Effie, because I feel like he can actually be the drug dealing college student with Effie, just like she is. Nigga, they fucking doppelgangers, damn there, dog. Same person, dog. I want to see that. Um, 
I want to see Reek check Braden, dog. The way you just said, why Davis always just sit there quiet when uh, sacks be going off? Reek don't be checking Braden the way you need to check him, dog. Nigga, we selling dope. What's all this little soap opera shit you talking about? Reek, you didn't tell me what was going down. Like, nigga, you Bitch, not niggas, my... you getting paid. Is you alive? When that nigga kidnapped you, did you not make it back home that night, nigga? I don't like that whole shit. You you just a little you just a, some rich white kid at school who hey. can start and stop selling drugs whenever the fuck you at feel like. At any point, nigga, you do no, not need to sell. No, we're not selling nigga. bricks this month because I'm mad at you. And then you go back to your your rich life. Hey, you pop up in the room and where you been at? Oh, I've been at Trace's frat house, nigga. Do you not know that we sell drugs, motherfucker? This shit don't I'm stop. Straight. Yeah, Reed got a boss up on that nigga, dog. Like, you was ready to up the blicky on the stripper, nigga. Up that shit on Braden one time and let that nigga know shit real in the field. I would like to see that. It probably won't happen, but only other thing I need them to do next week, Tasha got to get out. Because quit alluding to whatever's going to happen if and when she get Just let her out, dog. Like, y'all done stretched it far enough. I don't need to see next season start with Tasha still locked up, bro. Just get her out. I don't necessarily need more Tasha next season. That bitch can go to get prison for all I care. She could stay in there, but I'm like, the back and forth, I just don't need, nigga. I'd rather them, like I said, I would have rather them just committed to Reek saying, yo, you did it, and I'm going to go to college and get this money and sell dope. And when you get out, we'll be good. Boom. Sell drugs for three and a half years, graduate, get your inheritance. Now y'all rich again. Tasha, get out in 20 years. Y'all be good. That's what I would have rather. But they trying to get her out. I don't know. Um, somebody got killed, Paula. I don't know why. I just want to see her get shot. No, she she a G. No, uh, somebody need to shot. kill Davis. He can get killed too. Somebody needs to kill Sacks if we really talking about it. Um, right. I don't like the 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 the, the Gumby Fade nigga. Um, Jabari, yeah, he gotta die. He um, gotta die. Top three list who gotta die? Quick. Uh, Jabari. Facts. Um, Davis. Um, cause he he being slimy with with with, with like everybody street now, niggas. yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying, like fam, what you thought this was, yeah. Um, and sax, yeah. But you can't kill sax. You can't. You know what I think they're gonna do with sax? I think he's gonna turn into Greg from after Angie got him in trouble and played him and shit, and then it got all depressed and weird and stalky. I think that's gonna be sax, cause he has to get fired at some point. Like, he can't keep getting away with all this bullshit, but at a certain point, he's going to get low, he's going to be depressed and all that, lose his job, turn into a drunk, and then his whole mission in life is going to well, be to already, bring I mean, down this Reed. happened already. It happened, that's but it didn't it was, happen on that major scale. That's how, he, that's how he happened to be at fucking Truth Yeah, that yeah. night, and, uh, and he went there to kill ghosts. Yeah, but I feel like now he's going to do that for Reek. Like, I right, now I have to bring down Tariq, nigga, because they just played me. But, um, yeah, man, looking forward to the finale. Um, last note before we get out of here, man. Fucking happy new year, dog. Happy new year. Um, and going into 2021, um, I would like for you guys to, um, <laughs> this nigga start talking soft as shit. Uh, I would like for you guys to, um, just understand that I don't give a fuck about your palate. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and like, I hate you niggas who eat some fucking salmon and some shrimp and want to tell them I'm fuck about their palate. Shut man. the fuck up. Eating. I don't give a fuck that you eat salmon and shrimp. Nigga, I don't like that shit. Man. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't have a motherfucker eat some crab lips. Them niggas act like they fucking tax bracket didn't change. God damn. Fuck you and your weak-ass palate. 
Oh, speaking of tax brackets, real quick, I just seen this on the internet. Um, Master P and Baron Davis have teamed up and are in negotiations to acquire Reebok. I'm trying to buy the Reebok brand. <laughs> Nigga, what? Master P and ex-NBA guard Baron Davis have teamed up and confirmed with ESPN that they are in negotiations to acquire Reebok. <sighs> They said, um, I'm for these it. companies have been benefiting off us for years. This could be historical for this company to be black owned going forward. Everybody got to do something. I'm, I'm with it, it, man. Um, Tease, Bowles, and Rees, nigga. Uh, last note for the new year, man. Y'all niggas be safe. Um, stay COVID free. Try not to get shot on New Year's Eve. Try not to shoot nobody on New Year's Eve. Um, if y'all having parties and shit, keep them bitches low. Don't go to jail for a party over 10 people. Um, that's about all I got, man. I don't really give a fuck what niggas do uh, this week, to be honest, man. Y'all niggas stay to yourselves. Um, don't have no vision board parties because them bitches clearly don't work. Yo, I, I nah, bet you nah, nobody nah. had pa- the pandemic on your nah, vision board, nah. but that motherfucker came through. From February through nah. uh, December. We so off this power shit, shit. so I'm going to get in my bag for a second. Because, hold up. So, I mentioned that top of the pod. I hate New Year's. Right? I don't celebrate New Year's. I think it's the stupidest holiday ever. You go to the club the day before New Year's Eve, that bitch $20. You go on New Year's Eve, it's $200. Same fucking club. I don't understand because all we celebrating is tomorrow, right? Bitch, I wake up every fucking day and we ain't throwing a party, nigga. I don't understand why New Year's is all. Nothing resets, nigga. Your debts still exist. Your health is still whatever your health was. You don't get like new health. It ain't a video game. I never understood why niggas go so hard for New Year's, dog. I used to say that shit all the time and niggas used to get on my head, right? Then 2020 came and shut y'all niggas the fuck up. Well, I mean, it's one of them things. It's like when niggas be happy for their birthday, you just celebrating tomorrow. Yeah, but you at least celebrating your birth. I wasn't even born on New Year's. You know what I'm saying? Same concept. We celebrating Friday. It's the same concept. You another year old, right? TGIF, nigga. Right. What I'm saying is you another year old, right? On your birthday. Facts. Well, in order for you to be another year old, you got to go to the next year. So because the calendar changed, the bottles is now 1500. That's, that's, that's different. That's some, I just hate the fucking OD on, on New Year's. That's some adult, that's some, that's some adult crazy shit. Like, I don't like the whole club thing in general when yeah, the yeah. bottle was 30 bucks and I got Yeah, and now that bitch 300. Like, I just, all that, you know. the New Year's inflation has always annoyed me. So now I'm just laughing because after 36 years, I can finally tell y'all niggas, sit the fuck down. You ain't got shit to do, nigga. Cause you literally don't. Um, but whatever y'all do this week. On my timeline. So y'all gonna start the masterpiece shit. So, so y'all. Y'all gonna stop wearing Nike? What the f- why? Nigga, why do I have to stop wearing Nike to support Reebok? Like, and no, no, I'm not. How does a fucking report go out when a nigga is looking to buy something? Nigga, did you put an offer? Like, what the fuck they is said? And negotiations. I don't know what that mean. Man. Um, they said it's two two point four billion or some shit. Hey, if him and Baron Davis got it, they got it. Man. I'm 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 cool with it and all that shit, but just don't have Master P the lead designer. <laughs> Where did Baron come from in this? Baron <laughs> Davis got a lot of fucking money. And That's a fact. And he, he does a lot of shit. Yeah, he does a lot of good stuff. Um, for LA, for the league. For video and for television. Like yeah, all that Baron that nigga, yeah. Like, and the t- like he got yeah, some. Baron's that nigga, man. He's, he's good out here. Hey, man. We hope y'all enjoyed the show. 
the pod, not the episode of Power. We don't give a fuck if y'all enjoyed that or not. Um, Because that ain't our show, nigga. But we hope y'all enjoyed this pod. We hope y'all had a hell of a fucking year riding this out with us, man. To everybody who's still here at the end of 2020, God bless you, man. We hope to see you all 2021. Till then, man, more pods, more love, less COVID, more stimmies, man. I'm your host, Antwood. That's your host, Jay Johnson. This Week in Culture, episode 138. We out.